I'd like to take his face. Oh. You call himself ass kick instead. Have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beat to you? Yes! Am I getting through to you? Hello and welcome <laughs> to We Bought a Nick mm-hmm. on We Bought a Mike, a pop culture cage cast talking the 1997 classic masterpiece. Face off. Face off. Face off. <laughs> Face off. This, this movie for me, Andrew, was like. It was like the emptier mind moment in SpongeBob. Like all other movies have evaporated <laughs> from my memory. This is the only thing I can remember. The what from SpongeBob? The empty your mind, like Beef Wellington. Mm-hmm. You know when? He oh, was- the void from like the empty void. He's no, becoming when- a server. No, when- yeah. yeah, all the SpongeBob's and yeah. SpongeBob's head like forget everything. They're this like shredding is- the files. This one's on you. It. That okay? Now I remember. Yes. Um. Anyway, give the visuals. Yeah. Today That's how of- I remember SpongeBob. Just you just got to name one <laughs> shot, and then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm clicked there, back. I'm there. It's that, the that's, meme screenshot. That's all. Ex- yes, <laughs> exactly. That's and also watching it, I was the swirly Mr. Krabs meme mm-hmm. screenshot. <laughs> what what SpongeBob characters would switch faces? I feel like it would Plankton be- and Mr. Krabs. And then who are yeah. you guys? I'm Ernest. I am. Um, actually drew you don't look like drew but do i sound like drew no oh okay then i'm hunter <laughs> you have a vote or role. are you man we sh- why didn't we come in with this bit right <laughs> we should have, I, tra- have I tried so to do a bit live on the pod Fuck. and it just didn't it didn't go through and so okay. joining us after more than a year uh i think the last time you were on was us the jordan peele movie ray rodriguez oh, oh yeah that was it yes god so yes. two years at this point welcome back ray been in podcast quarantine that's so happy it. to have you back man it's been way too long <laughs> thank you finally got you back and, uh, cage. And, long. and i do want the listener to know that ernie does rig things so that every guest we have on this hears the theme song mm-hmm. and it seems to cause like 10 <laughs> minutes of mishaps every single time and it's worth it every time i know i know that's the thing is Just like let's say it is it is worth it yeah once we're getting through it i'm kind of like wow ray ray is lighting up right now he's mm-hmm. so ready to go now yeah it's like it's like foreplay yeah it's pre-gaming you gotta tickle you gotta tickle the you gotta tickle the testes a little bit you gotta go like nick cage and just go like fucking grab a teenager's ass real quick and then there's so much fun instant nuts hallelujah This is the best movie. <laughs> I I was saying like it's kind of almost a bummer that we're going in chronological order and this is the midway point because we will not find anything better in this movie. This is a perfect movie. I think this is like in the conversation for like the greatest action movies ever made. 
it's, it's just, an insane movie. It's, it's so yeah, good. it's so fucking absurd and insane and stupid. And yeah. but the thing is, every single part of the production is on the exact same page with it. Mm-hmm. Like the best word for this movie is unabashed. Yeah. No one, no one is checking themselves right in this movie. Like the direction, the acting, none of it. So Ray, I let every guest pick the movie for this Nick Cage series that we're doing, and everybody was asking. Who the hell got face off this motherfucker? I'm so jealous. Everybody was clamoring. Everybody was pissed. And now we're here. And now you got face off. How does it feel? Tell us, tell us what you think of this movie. What you think of cage? Tell us. This is the, This is like the the pinnacle of all cage movies. This is like a meme goldmine. There's just like endless, endless, just like you've seen gifts from this movie and you don't even know it's like from this movie kind of thing. Very, very many. It's just almost perfect because it's like other than like the writing, then, you know, then we'd be there. But this is a perfect John Woo movie plus Nicolas Cage plus John Travolta. The the thing is, though, this the pitch of this movie makes it so the writing literally can't be that good because it, no, yeah, <laughs> it's so inherently insane and stupid. <laughs> like there's no way to make it smart. I mean, they, it's, they know going into it that it's not meant to be anything remotely realistic. It's bonkers. It's it, borderline parody. It is borderline. So, parody. Yeah. It's so close, but it's all done so earnestly like con mm-hmm. air has a lot of intentional humor that really works this doesn't have a lot of intentional humor but it also isn't like i didn't feel like i was laughing at it though like i feel like the movie like it's one of those it's like no, a, nick cage wanted you to laugh at him yeah, yeah oh absolutely right yeah. the line between not taking itself serious at all and becoming a full farce and taking itself too seriously exactly it's so melodramatic that like you're like this there's no way they don't know (laughs) it goes so many places like it goes wacky zany it gets like kind of heartfelt and emotional sometimes some of the emotional beats really worked for me and i really wasn't expecting that because i you know i didn't think that it this movie could hold any water like that and it really did i don't really know why but um i i said before we potted i really we almost need to lead with some of the trivia for this movie because it's like, first of all, this movie has the wildest IMDb trivia section of all time. Uh, but the, the biggest thing that I think contextualizes this whole movie in which set in 1997, two men switch faces <laughs> and look identical to the original. Uh, Already a bonkers. So premise. the piece of trivia that explains all this is the script, which, which I want to get into more. The deeper, yes. Oh, we will. <laughs> This movie was supposed to be set in the future. That's that explains like the whole thing. And it was and also there are people say that it was also supposed to be set in space, uh, which would explain that prison more than anything. The magnetic prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's like some shit from Total Recall. Like that is not. Yeah, very much so. And also boots. Also just face switching. It's like it's a Verhoeven type thing. Yeah. Which also this script came out in 1990 originally. This is like a Verhoeven movie if it, if it's made how I wonder it was if he to. ever got offered this. Another thing um, is the original uh, 
two people who they wanted to be in this movie are Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sly Stallone, which totally one, different movie. That's a bad movie. Uh, first of all, like it still might be like fun, but in a very different way. Um, but that it's, it's like those two together and Paul Verhoeven directing that makes so much sense. Like that makes all the sense in the world that that would be made in 1990. That would have been so bad. <laughs> they like, they, no, no, no. Cause <laughs> who even is who I don't believe it. I don't buy it. So I, I used to watch this movie a lot when I was a kid, this was a favorite in the house. Both of my parents loved this movie. Uh, particularly my mom, my mom is like really into this movie um that's because it cast her troy baby it's it's mm. it's cage but it's also travolta i i really well think yeah he's the actual 100 percent. yeah and it's curious like Weirdly. watching this movie now because you know when i watched it as a kid i i didn't you know i didn't think too much into it it was just like oh silly face switching movie you know it's a fun time but now are with we, like, are we supposed to think more about it than that? Well, now with like a more critical eye, like I can, I can find so such like tiny touches in the performances. And at first Travolta is like awful. Like when he's just saw Sean Archer, like the first like 15 minutes of the movie, I was like, this is dog shit like but this is horrendous when he becomes cage yeah he blew me away it is crazy good that's acting he, yeah that's acting. it really he, is it's, he is doing the cageness and honestly cage is doing a pretty good travolta yeah, yeah. not necessarily that he's doing travolta well no but he's doing yeah. he's doing a very particular like good guy trying to pass off as a fucking crazy person i, I think and, he's and like struggling to make to sell it i think he does a really good job with that this here's here's uh a fan theory it's not really a theory but this is just a fact that i realized this is a perfect role for cage because what have we said before about him especially like vampires kiss he he's one of those guys that basically just does acting exercises in his movies. Mm -hmm. And this whole movie is an acting exercise. It's right. a character There's study so of the guy across from you of things that are happening in this movie where it's like Nick Cage is playing uh, a character who's then playing another character, but he has to play it straight. Like he is the first character. Yeah. It's and literally, unbelievable. and just the base premise is something you would literally do in an acting class. Like, Oh, act like the person, you know, at, pair up in partners and like become each other. Mm -hmm. And so the, are you, were you going to bring up the other trivia? Thing? Yeah, yeah. 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 No. Cause one of the things that makes a lot of sense uh, for that is because uh, I, I sent a, um, it was like a little uh, screen junket that Nick Cage did right around uh, the time, which, by the way, just highly recommend just Googling Nick Cage, uh, like, screen junket for Face Off. And he's trying to be, like, so genuine <laughs> about it. Like, this is, like, true art that he's making. He's just like, well, you know... Uh, I just thought it would be uh, interesting if we uh, metaphorically uh, or not metaphorically, if we switched faces. <laughs> but one of the things that he talks about in there, too, is that like he met up with um, like he went to John Travolta's house and they spent like a lot of time together to like learn each other's mannerisms. Like there's one thing where Nick Cage saw John Travolta do a thing where he like sticks his head 
his hand behind his head and it's like, oh no, and everything. So <laughs> then Nick Cage was able to do that later on in the movie. When did Travolta it's, do that just like in passing? <laughs> I think they did that like when his son got shot and Nick Cage was like, yes, I'll use that. I'll use that. That's Yeah, that's- Nick Cage actually shot Travolta's son. Uh, he shot multiple kids for this movie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, in real life though, to to see like, oh well, how would John Travolta actually react? Because that's what I got to mimic. So then he killed his real son. Um, it's John I, Travolta and Daniel or uh, Nick Cage and Daniel Day Lewis, the two best method actors that we have. It's really bizarre because this isn't a duo that I would ever consider for this type of movie. They have nothing in common facially or body wise. Um, they're and they play on that. Yeah, they're just like, oh, let's get rid of the love handles. Yeah, there's that, but then also just like a lot of things that you can't change about someone, like, like just like other bones. Travolta has a crazy thick neck. Yeah, and he's just like broader and bigger. Uh, Even if he lost weight, he would still be bigger. Like he'll just always be. Can't change their bones. What are you gonna do? Expand his bones and shave down some bones? That's that's my main part. Exactly, and the the teeth situation is a is a big deal. Difference between the two of them. Two inches. I looked it up. It is a two inch difference. So that is significant. Travolta's taller by two inches. You can notice that. Like they just compress his spine. Honey, did you shrink? You shrunk a little no, it's, bit. It's the end of the day. It's the end of the day. I'm shorter now. That's, that's, <laughs> that, but that's why I love. That's actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he hits her with like a Reddit today. I learned post. <laughs> um, Logic and reason. <laughs> he hits her with the Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh, no. um, everybody always asks about the penis thing too. Yeah, I mean, of course, <laughs> if they sleep with each other's ladies, how are they not going to notice? No, Cage or Travolta as Cage doesn't fuck. Yeah, Gina Travolta Gershon. is Cage. That's true. That's true. But she's never Cage seen as it. Travolta is definitely fucking. Yeah, evil Travolta is is fucking. Yes, well. I think that he almost they, fucks the daughter. <laughs> I think that if they have the technology to uh, do all this other kind of crazy shit with shrinking people's heights, then they can probably just go in and like little snip snap. Yeah. But do a little thing they're like damn what if they have to add packing. what if they have to add girth maybe they like actually john Wu is like drop your pants let me see him Let, <laughs> so let's compare and contrast so in real life i'm that's not why sure. they hung out for so long <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. hanging dong together yeah we um chilled for a couple weeks mm. <laughs> i mean he's a scientologist you know how they go you know yeah you know, that is. You know what i mean do you think that there's an outtake uh from this movie that's like the arrested development thing of ben stiller and uh will arnett uh where they're just kind of like looking at each other the oh sex scene, they're like God. same same yes i didn't even <laughs> think of that that's yes that happened for sure <laughs> that's what i want so i don't know about their dick sizes in real life i can't really get a, a a strong opinion on travolta's dick in particular um but in this movie their characters nick cage has a giant penis and you know it castor troy yeah yeah so like maybe she just like isn't gonna question it because like <laughs> right she's suddenly getting like her back walls hit and she's like you know what whatever you gotta do yeah. <laughs> Been, it's been five years, you know, since yeah. the boy died and, you know, she needs it. Yeah, I was going to say, she's like, well, I mean, it, in her diary, it said that they have not had sex in a long time. Two so months. Maybe, exactly. So maybe With two months, which I was like, eh, is that really that big longer. of a deal? Like, they could have gone like a year or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe, maybe they yeah, just been before busy. that, like, who knows? No, back. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah, maybe it was like two months and then before then, like seven and then before then. Yeah, maybe. I mean, the next day it probably says we haven't fucked in two months, one day. 
Right? That's longer. <laughs> it's, it's a countdown. <laughs> I so there's a pattern. He's really good at his I've, job. Come on. <laughs> yeah. There's a pattern that I've noticed on these Nick Cage movies, which is that Nick Cage is a sex god in all of these. Yes, movies. women can throw themselves. That's, so that's the thing, because at first I was like, oh, that's a weird Nick Cage choice. But now I'm starting to think like this is people just see like directors see Nick Cage and they're like, yeah. This is our Caster hunt. Troy is the peak of that, though, isn't it? Like, this is the biggest dick energy oh, of yeah. all time. Oh, well, yeah, of I course, also but there's like semblances of this in every movie. I going think back to like Vampire Sk- or even Moonstruck. I think right. it's because back then in the 80s and 90s, leading men were just hot and you would write the movie not knowing it was for Nick. And then he, <laughs> like this is not you're a right. Joke. It, you're like, right for it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Like even like Michael Douglas or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, women, you can pass him off as someone women like crave. But like. Nick Cage. Some, oh, some he doesn't do. sign on unless you make his character sexy. That's his yeah, thing. He's unless like, oh, you make change him that sexy real quick. And, and and you also make him uh, commit sex crimes, right? Because he does multiple. On well, Cage Cage definitely chose yes. Tr- Caster Troy, but right. he didn't get stuck with Caster Troy. There was, I I don't know the validity of this, but somebody said that he wanted to be the lead. He, right. He really wanted to. And then he uh, he had to be convinced to be caster. Well, it makes sense for him to be caster Troy because he gets to be the lead. Yeah. Well, Nick Cage is like a of, co-lead. I mean, I think that I still think like if we're doing like MVPs of the movie, I think that's Nick Cage because Nick Cage like elevates this movie from just being like fun kind of trash to actually having somewhat of a heart. No, you know why you're right also? The biggest reason, because Travolta is the person that shocked me the most in this. Yeah. Like when the way he like laughs like Cage is incredible. But Nick Cage is still the MVP because if you cast anyone else, Travolta isn't acting like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's acting way more normal. Like if it's uh, across from him is like uh, I don't know, like Sly or like Jean Claude. I mean, if it's Sly, I, that's a whole nother can of worms. Right. I can't even imagine. But like. Billy Crystal. Arnold Schwarzenegger, just their voices. <laughs> Billy Crystal. <laughs> Who would Billy, Billy Crystal switching faces? Billy Crystal like... and John Malkovich together. Sure. Um, That's, yeah. that is, then, that is deranged. <laughs> sure. I'd love to see that one. I mean, you could, you could make this movie so many different ways. This is like probably the best way. And there is a sequel coming, which we could talk about if you guys want. Wait, but... Really? Yeah, they announced it. The director of Kong versus Godzilla is making a face-off two. It's happening. That well, that's what you do it for. That's what you direct those yeah. little projects. And Godzilla and Kong will switch faces. It just got announced, so nothing has been cast has not been announced or anything yet, right? Yeah, if it's a sequel. Oh, okay. I thought they were bringing them back somehow. I mean, Caster Troy is dead. Like you can't. Is he? <laughs> It's like, he dead, Myers, yeah, it's like he's back <laughs> in a coma again and they're still not like we should kill this guy they're like well you know we can well, use him we got to be human <laughs> humane um, here we have to keep him alive is there anything else before we get into plot i mean there's so there's so much there's so much we can so hit much on it as too. we go yeah we, we gotta because we gotta go through what happens in this fucking thing I, the opening credits of this movie are like it's the most corny shit ever. Like as the credits are rolling, it's just John Travolta just riding with his kid on the merry-go-round, mm, touching <laughs> with that boy. Very, very desaturated, like almost black and white, but not quite. Nick Cage's mustache as he's like uh, the sip, the sip before he he aims down the sight, and then yeah. the sip right before he just fucking. 
he he stopped at 7-Eleven to get like a Slurpee right before like pulling out the sniper so, rifle. So did he just kill the son just because Travolta was after him and he didn't like him? No, he said he that was trying he was to get... trying to kill Travolta, oh. but like Travolta moved at the last second. So it shot through uh, Travolta, completely missed all of his major arteries and mm-hmm. just killed his son. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, the, the scar on my chest, could you? put it back <laughs> no he's like i don't i don't need it well that's anymore. at the end in the beginning oh, okay. he's like could you put it back on once i'm me again oh. they're like yeah symbolism yeah you fucking weirdo yeah it's it's such a symbolism and, and he does he does the face thing the finger that's that's, that's weird that's odd. very unhygienic <laughs> in a post-covid world you aren't just going up to your loved ones and just like touching like their nose Get your and their dirty lips. fucking hands off of me <laughs> It's it's Ray thoughts on the face touching. It's a, it's a big part of the movie. Oh no, you're lagging. Uh, yeah, Wait, what? Talk, Ray, do we have you? Oh yeah, lag for a second. Okay, okay. Yes. The face touching. No. Travolta's- oh yeah, you can make a drinking game out of it. It's part <laughs> of my uh, face-off drinking game. Oh, it's it's um, pretty good. Anytime there's there's a face touching. Anytime uh, Nick Cage nuts his pants. Uh, what else is there? Every oh, anytime you can tell it's the first take. Yeah. Oh, every sex crime <laughs> every for time sure. You can tell it's the first um, take. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage is There's like, a yeah, lot of first good. take energy in this. John Woo is. Anytime like, the movie's just horny. Yes. <laughs> anytime, <laughs> yeah. anytime Travolta does a Nick Cage so wait, sound. <laughs> He does. Yeah. <laughs> he just he does all the little sound. He does like the <laughs> like he's just all over the place with his voice. One thing it's so weird to me in this movie that the fact that John Travolta does a thing where he likes to touch people's noses and lips, like that's how you can tell that that's actually Sean Archer underneath. It's just like the weirdest fucking choice for this movie. That like at critical points to tell people who he is, he's just like, let me just touch your face mm. real quick. It's also he's doing like the motion you do when you're when a cop is like closing the eyes of a dead body. <laughs> yes. I kept thinking that was like Travolta's <laughs> acting as he's holding his dead son is like some of the worst shit I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, it's like awful. The noise he makes, he sounds like a bird. He's like, like crying that whole thing. I was like, what? <laughs> it's like a squeal. We'll it so. It's a squeal. And he's like clearly holding a doll. Like it's it's very obviously like a fake person. Yes, he's squeezing the fuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> There's like stuffing coming out. Like maybe this kid might still be able to be you alive. You can't make this movie if, anymore. Now you've just snapped all of his ribs in this little yeah. boy's body. Um, then we get Castor Troy in the house as a preacher and it's glorious. Mm-hmm. This is like, I, this when we're is talking the best Nick, Nick Cage, Cage moment, uh, by a mile. My, Cause this is Nick Cage at his most insane is like this little 10 minute stretch that we get here. Swinging his head and body around and molesting this poor little girl that has no also part of the drinking game. Yeah. Every time he's a creepy motherfucker. Anytime you see a gif, well, no, any single time you see a gif <laughs> yeah. in the movie in real life, drink. Because there's, dude, I'm telling yeah. you, this, this this movie's all over Twitter. His eyes get so buggy. <laughs> he's like, ah, he opens them up so wide. Nick Cage is the king of big eyes. 
of big eye acting. Mm-hmm. Like he, he Directed doesn't by get Tim to, he does it a good amount. <laughs> yeah. He's the king of Tim <laughs> Um he uh like he does it right in the beginning of the movie and then he does it like at one point after he is like tripping balls later on in the bathroom uh but just nick cage whenever his mouth makes like a perfect oval and his eyes get massive yeah it's just the best then we're introduced to sean archer the worst fbi agent the most annoying piece of shit everybody doesn't like him when when they switch bodies, everyone likes him a lot more. Yeah, he's like, oh, is, this guy's cool now. Which Everybody in general, even his daughter is just like, yo, dad's fucking cool. Dad is swag. The yeah. mom's like, honey, what's gotten into you? Honey, your, your dick penis is, is so much larger. <laughs> Everybody wants to fuck. You're so virile. Everybody in the- <laughs> He does just seem like an awful boss. Like, I wouldn't want to work with this guy. Also, isn't like, isn't it a huge, massive conflict of interest to have the man who like, whose son got murdered by this massive terrorist still have him be the head guy in charge of the case. Wouldn't you reassign that to somebody else? Yeah. Like, six yes. years later. Like, I mean, this I just, would be like, Hey, uh, you can't think rationally about trying to catch this person. Like we're going to take you off of this job. Yeah, he's never done a counseling. He's like, Oh, maybe I'll go to counseling soon. Yeah, yeah maybe. Years, you know, <laughs> like, go to well, therapy. It fixes itself. Yeah, we'll we'll put that one a, a couple slots down on the to-do list. We'll just table that one. And it right there. <laughs> <laughs> but it just plays up the whole notion of like this is these are like rivals. Like these guys it's are literally rivals. It, I mean, I I want to know more about what Caster's been up to in the 10 years like after the shooting and before the movie because he essentially, you know, he's in this metropolitan area. He's literally just like being the Joker. Right. Like he's the, like he's a super villain. He's just like a domestic terrorist who targets one city only and has a feud, a personal feud with a cop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so it's, it's kind of incredible how, how cartoony the whole movie is. You know what I was thinking a lot actually is it's very much like an anime. Sure. Um, because the I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, right. Because because the buy-in of it alone is like this wild, very like sci-fi kind of premise, um, and it's treated dead serious, but to the point that it kind of becomes funny. Like a lot of anime, like the, it has a lot of commonalities. That's a good point. Um, a all lot the of rants sex. and all the just the weird characters and everything. If I was thinking the whole time, like if this was just animated. It would fucking pop off on Netflix just episodically. Like yeah, it'd be it so just, good. It feels inspired by anime somehow. Like it just, I don't know. Every everything, and it's not just like direction or it's like the script feels like it too. Yeah, bonkers. Um which, do you think the script was written in 1990, I think. I do have a question. Like, what is I know Caster is a terrorist or something, but like what does he do? I mean, he's like, running like he a, plants a bomb. Well, no, but he they mentioned something about how they're getting paid ten million dollars for planting this bomb. But like, who is giving them money for the bomb? Or now, a worse guy, a guy who <laughs> hires terrorists. <laughs> like, I just I have questions about cast. Like, I just want to know what's like a day in the life of cast. I would guess like there's like you know like drug running and like or you know like arms dealing and. I just figured like he is like on like the top 10 most wanted criminals or something 
Or he does all the bad crimes. He's just he's just generic bad guy. Yeah, he's just sure. evil, evil. Nineteen nineties bad guy. He's FBI very he's pre nine eleven bad guy. He's very good mm-hmm. at his job. Um, he's, he's a very yeah. good. Dude. He is. He's effective. He's a lot better than Travolta is at being a, a yeah a fed. Yeah, you're. You, it's taken you six years of just working on one case to get this guy. Like, come on, buddy. And then you don't get him. <laughs> you have to take his face off. So you do a so convoluted plan. plan. Just the you have waterboarding, <laughs> right? There are so many other ways yeah, that you dude, can go about saying, this. Like, America. Be, they're probably thinking like, oh, we have to be humane about this and shit. But they take him to a prison that is technically an international water so that they can torture and Where shock therapy. The ground people. is magnets. <laughs> I don't want because I have many Magnet thoughts on that. Boots, before oh, that, before we jump into the prison, because that's just, I have so many things. That's like one of the best scenes it's in the so, entire movie. It's awesome. It's just set. This is like Verhoeven movie stuff. And then they leave the prison and they're in 90s LA. <laughs> it's so fucking fun. They should be on Mars in the year 2400. So uh, just a couple more things about this opening sequence. Um, we get this sweet couple shots of uh, Cage uh, walking out of his car and his cape is just like flying behind him. He it's takes his shades devils. off and puts on another pair of shades that are way sweeter Puts his arms out like slow motion. John Woo shit just all over this. John Woo slays hard. Yeah, it's it's this movie. I love every choice in the directing. It's so over the top and it doesn't give a shit. Gold cufflinks, gold rings, gold plated guns. guns. Yeah, the dual pistols. Just amazing. I the, the dude that looks like Jay Z putting the the jacket on him i was like that's that's sean carter I isn't have, it i have a esteemed question. actor what uh what did you guys think of alessandro nivola who plays pollux he I, he knows what movie he's I'm in pollux. my name is pollux he knows exactly uh, what, what, movie what did you think of I, Ray? I imagined him as kyle like right away because there was like one scene where he looks like kyle and i could not get it out of my head i'm like oh this this fucking whips ass this movie well, has gotten I mean, even better. That's, we need like yeah. an SNL style catch <laughs> sketch that's just about Pollux and it's just starring Kyle Mooney. It's, oh. it's already there. Not by SNL. Yeah, but because... now it would be like him like shaking Joe Biden's hand. Like <laughs> when we get closer to the end of this, this the the plot, I, I have actually an SNL uh, little tidbit of this reminds okay, me. Okay, absolutely. We but we're, don't we're forget. There. So <laughs> toward generally the the buy-in of the movie. The the fact that we're there are two options for figuring out what what's up with the bomb. One is, what's the first one? Um, she gives two as to well. I feel like, like they go get, in and question him. Yeah, or, yeah I feel like they like get it's, to. It's the most basic, yeah. like fundamental of how exactly. to do. So, so it's like a basic interrogation or face off. We're so after this, we're recording the Wabami Awards, which includes the Leap of Faith Award. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, this is, I think, the all-time winner of the Leap of Faith Award. Right. It's the, the whole movie is centered around off of. Our, yeah, it's, this is honestly the John Woo Leap of Faith. Yeah, it's it's a genius thing to do to say that like the most bonkers premise is just the whole movie because then you can do all this other stuff and then you're you just buy it because the entire premise that the movie is built around is yeah insane it's also it's if not for the magnet prison which i really think is a vestigial (laughs) appendage from when this movie was set in space there's no other way that you would ever have that but that 
aside from that, this is almost one of those movies. I don't know if there's a word for it, but a movie that's sci-fi, but only one single thing is different. And the one thing is you can change faces with someone else <laughs> because other, other than that, there it's not sci-fi. Yeah. Right. Other than that, and then the prison. Right. Like it's just super it's, normal. It's, it's, it's very it, soft sci-fi, but the sci-fi is the movie. Like that, the movie yeah. doesn't exist. I want to. I want to. This is a letterbox list challenge for you, Ernie. Movies that have almost one, sci-fi. Yeah. That's well, the, it's, that's it's, the name of the list. It's movies that have one thing that's heavy sci-fi, and be, it's because that one thing is the movie has to have it to happen. Yeah, but if you were to if you were to look if you were like qualify this movie in a genre, you just put it in action. You wouldn't put it in sci-fi. Yeah, because yeah. it's just, yeah, it's an action movie. Yeah. Um, that's what I'm talking about. It's so fascinating to me how, and apparently Wu, if the intel is right, Wu is the one who was like, no, this like, I'm, I'm not doing it in mm-hmm. space or future. This has to be set. Yeah, we have to keep this realistic. Yeah, let's be, come on, guys. <laughs> bring it bring it back down to Earth. Yeah. Come on. Come it's, on. Yeah, no, space? Who's gone to space? Come on. And it's not like they didn't have the budget to put it in space. There's clearly a lot of money being thrown away in this movie. The the amount of sparks alone, the spark budget. Oh yeah. The spark and smoke budget is out Dude, of Dude, that world. the apartment shootout. John Woo is going fucking nuts. Mm. He's like how much more how much more money can I have? Oh, okay. Let's put it, it all up. in the pyrotechnics budget. Just blow it up. Blow that so, money up. So, I, um, wait, one other thing in the opening that this might be uh, my favorite quote of the entire oh, movie. Oh, peach? Um, no, not just the, if I could, eat, I could eat a peach for hours, which is another great one. But if I were to send you flowers, where would I? No, <laughs> let me rephrase that. If I were to let you suck my tongue, <laughs> would you be grateful? And then she just starts making out with him. <laughs> yeah. So also wow. part of the drinking just, game. Every single time you see his tongue. Yeah. <laughs> the way uh, that, that flip of questions. He really puts his tongue out there too. Like he pushes it way. Like out. it's not fake actor kissing. He is just like, we are locking tongues. Yeah. That is Suck tongue, girl. That's an insane. <laughs> Once line. again, I do want to point out that these shots are all very close up. You don't see his feet in these shots. You, yeah. We're do we Ray, think Ray? We're we're just gonna have to explain this to every guest. Now, we found out regarding the movie Vampire's Kiss. Have you seen Vampire's Kiss? No, I'm not. It's, it's the one movie that is more caged than this. Like it's more. Oh. Than, it's it's caged out the ass. But any so awesome movie. So he was really young in it, um, like early twenties, and he was dating Patricia Arquette, and he wanted her to be in this role of a character that he has sex with a lot. She didn't get it. And the girl who got it, he like hated. And he was like, I'm method and I'm, I'm not attracted to this woman. So like, like, I, I don't know what you're going to do. I'm not going to be able to act with her. So in order to become aroused during these scenes, he made PAs pour hot yogurt on his feet, which is a real fetish this, that he has. This is real. He made them pour hot yogurt. Uh, yogurt? Yes. This was in an oral history of the movie. Like the, he, he did that so that he could get horny enough to shoot the scenes. That's too specific. That's too specific. Yeah. It's real. So do and, you think that this also <laughs> happened in this movie? Well, is the my thing question. is, because he's having sex a lot. Also for the listener um, who's heard that already, we're going to keep saying that <laughs> this it's to me. It's people really, need to know. Yeah. People do need to know that. I don't know. I just like, why do, doesn't everybody talk about that? <laughs> It's, it's like the slice people poop on him. Like, we're yeah. just going to bring it up. No, no, that's, I mean, poop and pee, I get. Yogurt, <laughs> I would get. Yogurt, <laughs> I would get. Warm yogurt, though. 
dude. Yeah. Keep it cold. I, no, I want to go back to, so you're more okay with a person just dropping a deuce. I mean, I'm not, I'm not kidding. To kink no, no, no. I, I get it. That's what I'm saying. Um, I can, very clear I can make that connection. Yeah, I can make the connection. Yeah, well, th- that's what we were talking about is there must be some story that explains the kink. <laughs> like there must be some warm yogurt. There must be some crazy thing that happened in Cage's life that made Maybe him. It was a gr- OK, so picture this. So he's in elementary school. He's wearing flip flops to school. Um, some like little girl who he has a big crush on but thinks that this guy's a loser. And they're like, you're only in this nice prep school because your uncle is uh, Mr. Coppola and then throws her. <laughs> who, is a, who is a teacher at the school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other Mr. Coppola. Yeah. She throws her yogurt, which had been sitting out for a while. So it got a little bit warm, throws her yogurt. It, yogurt tries to hit him in the face but it is a little bit low because you know it's chunky more yeah viscosity mm-hmm. doesn't have the range on it it lands on his flip-flop open-toed feet and he and he, and nuts. he gets his boner yeah he gets his, he, first his first oh wow um so that That's this is now now we've had two different origin stories about this <laughs> yeah we're gonna keep saying them until nick cage responds yeah it, right <laughs> nick cage come on the pod yeah please if, so all of these are true until you say they're not <laughs> So the movie 12 minutes in has one of the biggest action sequences I've seen a movie like open with. There's this massive runway chase that is only topped by the runway chase in Fast and Furious <laughs> 6. It's like the, this the only runway that is longer than the runway in this movie. Absolutely crazy chase and then Travolta like gets on a helicopter and then it's like a helicopter versus the plane. And Cage wild. Cage throws that woman out of the plane and then runs her over, and then he does the shrug. He does. He does the fucking the Michael Jordan shrug after just which this is in '97. Like, yeah, that's what he was mimicking. He's a fucking icon. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's a shootout. You get the double pistols in there. Just absolutely. No, Travolta does a. He drives the helicopter one handed shoots the plane in the engine with the other hand he does a helicopter drive-by it's insane it's fucking insane not this movie ever made not even gta could do that you can't do that in gta you need both hands you literally can't do a drive-by incredible truly truly fucking incredible then you get one of the most memorable moments in the movie. Like when I was saying, I used to watch this movie a lot when I was a kid, this is one of the moments that's like burned into my brain, which is the first face-off of the movie Travolta V cage pointing guns at each other, being like, well, there's one thing we have in common common. We both like our guns. (laughs) I don't know if that's the exact quote. Travolta gets a lot of chances to kill cage. Yeah. And he passes up on almost all of them. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're pointing your gun right, like point blank at him. Yeah, it's like you're fucking shoot. You're a fe- I feel like you got a quick trigger finger. Like, <laughs> no, just, no, just, no. And also, like, yeah, you might get shot too, but like, take the fucking bullet. Take down this international like terrorist. Who killed your kid. Yeah. It's like Gilligan's Island. If he kills him, then it's all over. He has nothing to live for. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the Batman Joker and, thing where it's just yep, like you yeah. can't kill me. I without can't get off the island. nothing. This is like heat, but if Pacino was De Niro and De Niro was playing, but like if that's a that's a good face off right there. That is an incredible. I would so off. that's okay. You guys are jumping. That is my pick for who how you oh, cast this yeah, movie like, is that you just bring back you just run late back, but late, with this. even I would go earlier though. I'd go like eighties De Niro and Pacino. 
80s Pacino uh, was kind of rough, um, mostly because he wasn't <laughs> acting because he had a very bad cocaine problem at the time. That's, Did you see Nick Cage norm. in this movie? That's true. <laughs> this movie is the most cocaine. Every, everybody shit. was doing cocaine. You can tell what set. drug they were on in every scene. Let me just say, all right, I know cocaine was very prevalent in the movie, but you can tell. Yeah, it's like what it's like um, was, was it's, going on that day. It's like your memories when you go to like a music festival. You're like, oh yeah, that was like that <laughs> yeah, was that was an acid day. day. That was the Molly day. That was the Soylent day. That was the yeah. Yeah, that yeah, man. Arctic monkeys were like super like colorful. <laughs> it's like I don't. I think they were all black. <laughs> um, but, yeah. uh, but the moment that I'm talking about that is burned into my brain is Cage getting launched with the jet engine across yes. that turbine thing into cage on a cage it's cage into the cage uh <laughs> gets hit into a coma and uh that image of the man flying and hitting the thing it's just like it's it's stayed with me as a cage's, young lad yeah cage's stunt double has a lot of hair yeah so the stunt double oh, yes. is really bad i tried to take a screenshot <laughs> of one of them but i couldn't the screenshot speed, because of the speedboat scene the speedboat scene is blatantly not I, they do it they have them flying off in slow motion and you're like that's, that's just not, like not the body type or face or hair of any of these people like it's really really bad stunt double work you didn't watch it on enough cocaine that's why that's yeah yeah, you were in, in 97. No one knows because they were off the 80s coke, so they were like, Yeah, this looks yeah, they're on that, they're on that sugar ray cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> then, okay, that- no, Mark McGrath and Ethan Hawk are my <laughs> yeah. let's go, baby. Then Mark they, McGrath the thing is, they don't the even turn. have to like, they can just keep acting, like, that would be <laughs> like, that would be like a soft indie movie, that wouldn't be like a John Woo action movie, no, it, it would be like a um. Like a parent trap thing, they switch lives. <laughs> what about Army Hammer and Army Hammer? Ew, Ew. Ar- Army Hammer, and, and they're both sucking toes. Yeah, he eats himself. Um, um, <laughs> what? Hey, uh, we have a pattern developing, which is back-to-back movies where Nick Cage is a criminal who's on a plane. Oh, yeah. So isn't that fun? Also, um, the idea of like Cage being a criminal and a hero all rolled into one. You know, that's kind of it. Like that was kind of. Not so much in The Rock, but definitely in Con Air. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, just to reiterate, this three movie run after he gets his <laughs> you Oscar can't beat it. Like, is this unbelievable. Is, this is the best version of like calling your shot yeah, after Ray, you win an Oscar. Have you seen Con Air? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that oh, rule, yeah. and then The Rock also. Those, those are his three movies he does after winning Best Actor. Okay. Hold on a second. I I wanted to I wanted to talk about this. This movie comes out three weeks after Con Air. Could wow. you imagine Nick Cage? Could you imagine 1997? He's like, as long as the check clears, that was his motto, dude. I figured that it had to be at least like a little bit. I mean, there's definitely a difference in filming stuff because even if the well, remember even Jake- if Con Air is a wig, then that's it, that Caesar cut that he is rocking in this movie is. Just not like anything else that he has had in other Remember movies. Jake last week said that uh, there's like an urban legend of him like going directly from the set of Con Air to Face Off. He just, it's an actually not wigging. He just shaves his head after right. Con Air. It just checks out. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, that rules so hard. And I think that there's a lot of revisionist history 
uh, about Cage where it's like, oh, no one realized that he was bad yet. No, 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 no. He wasn't bad yet. Right. He is good. And people still think that this is, this is bad on purpose. Cage. He's doing That's so on like, purpose. Yeah. Like, th- what do you do you want him to win best actor in face off? Like, what do you want from him? He's doing exactly he's doing exactly what the material calls for. That's called good acting. Like what? I think that people he's just doing his job well. Nick Cage, exactly. Nick Cage is we often talk about like a, a character actor who's stuck in a leading man's body and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And this is almost like a version of it where Nick Cage they, can they, do a character actor, but in a leading action man's body. And that's like the best. Use but he's also it. like kind of not like he he got buff for like Con Air, but like he still just like doesn't look like a leading man. He's not, yeah, well, he's not, he's not like. a Well, that's the thing is that it's like a twist on that because he's not like he's not looking like he's fucking Channing Tatum. Or he's something. he's like ugly. I mean, he got Ghost Rider after this, so. <laughs> That's like ten. That's like ten years after this. He. But what do we have? What's directed? He's cemented. He's cemented. Gone sixty seconds. Is yeah. This is after this. Uh, we we we're gonna skip a few in our in our um in our series because he does like eight millimeter snake eyes. Oh, straight to Ghost Rider two. Yeah. Yeah. No, unfortunately, <laughs> we're gonna have to do another cage series. But okay, so so back to like opening weekend of Face Off. I just I just wanted to touch on this because this is. Just imagine this, okay? You uh, the weekend of June twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. Face off opens at number one with a twenty three million dollar opening. This is some of the other stuff you can catch in the movies this weekend. Disney's Hercules, number two, Oof. banger. Batman and Robin, number three. Wow. My banger. best friend's wedding, kind number of. four. Mm. Con Air, mm. number five. Mm. The Lost World, Jurassic Park. Speed two cruise control, liar, Not liar, <laughs> liar, liar, <laughs> liar, liar, though. And I bet liar, liar is in like its 12th week, and right? <laughs> still making a good amount of money. 15th week, uh, and Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Wow, Ooh. yeah. Also, a little bit further down, you got Fifth Element, you got Jungle to Jungle, Chasing Amy. Ooh. Um, so I mean, nice, good great, summer, great movie year, good yeah, summer. I mean, summer. Cage had two all movies time. in the top five. All-time VHS summer. Those are all like VHS classics right there. Blockbuster was popping off. You already know. So um, back to the movie. Yeah. We get introduced to Sean Archer's home life. And I wanted to turn the movie off like 20 minutes in. Because I was t- like, this teenage, is the worst shit ever. The daughter is so <laughs> poorly written. It suffers from the old, old, old dudes writing teenagers yeah. especially girls yeah, oh just, man it, it's really brutal it reminded me of halt and catch fire <laughs> that's insulting to halt you're not fire. you're not in charge of how i dress <laughs> um, and meanwhile she she looks like no one has ever looked before <laughs> like her eye makeup it's like I don't, yeah i don't know new goth discovered then uh then we um we get to um back to the FBI uh, offices and it it's crazy that like this is the FBI offices and it just looks like like the Wolf of Wall Street like it's, it's just like a like an open floor plan office I, I believe that though I think that there it's a lot more boring than it's made out to look in a lot of movies every character in this is just the worst character like every random co-worker that he has in the FBI is just like what are you doing <laughs> let me get back to cage. This is terrible. 
So um, I remember as a kid, uh, actually thinking about the FBI offices in the same way you did, Ernie, uh, mostly because when I was like eight and I know you're thinking you're way too young to be watching the show at eight, but it was my favorite show for like five, six years of my life was I was obsessed with 24. And I thought that every government building was uh, lit like CTU and 24 where it's just all dark. Like yeah. everything is black and it's very dimly lit. As it should be in movies. Yeah, it's I a just, movie. Make it look cool. Yeah. No, because they're trying to push the idea that this is like a pencil pusher. Like this is a boring fair. guy. You That's know? fair. Yeah. He's a domesticated, like limp dicked man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, they uh, all of the fonts that they use in their OS software are all like the basic like agent font. We'll get into some of the great. Uh, software going on during the face-off sequence. Yeah, with the bombs. The the, the gifts, those 90 gifts. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Then they grab this this floppy disk that has Intel (laughs) on the bomb and uh, it has a virus on it that's like, my name is Sinclair. (laughs) I'm about to come on your computer. Sexy JPEGs. Um, (laughs) And just think, that was what porn was for like 10 years. For 10 years, you had to get a floppy disk that uh, had Intel about a bomb on it. That had like (laughs) a drawing on like MS Paint of a woman. (laughs) Then they try to uh, interrogate the brother, uh, Pollock? Poxitani? Pollock's. Pollux. Kyle. You can say Kyle. I so yeah. if you think about it this way, Castor and Pollux are actually um their names are derived from those were the oil two no 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 they're <laughs> those are uh the two uh people that Zeus sent up to the stars mm. to become Gemini. So Drew, that's for you. The twins, the chaotic twins, yeah. the messy bitches who live for drama. Yeah, and, and, that's, uh, and, and that's who you are. He uh he can't say anything he's just like mm, i'm gonna stay quiet <laughs> i hope you want to know about the bomb yeah then immediately they're like well i guess we gotta take your yeah. face off man we're There's like no yeah. other choice and also so he ag- he's hesitant but he agrees way too fast yeah no, there's yeah. like one there's beat. one doctor who comes in they're like yeah this is a pretty standard procedure he sees the 3d printing of an ear and he's like i guess this is mm-hmm. legit he's like shit <laughs> man i gotta do it I'll do it. Kind of brush over the details. I will tell literally (laughs) nobody except for these three people that are in the room right now. Yeah. Wouldn't you have some kind of a backup just in case this doesn't go right? I mean, it it has to just fucking take Nick Gage's face off and fucking kill him afterwards. Right. Why why leave him alive? Right. Yeah. By the way, do a quick interview. The the (laughs) shot of Cage in a coma laying there. I don't know who that is, but that's not Nick Cage. He looks weird, doesn't he? Like that's some other person or like a body double. I I don't. For both of them, for both of them, I think they couldn't afford them to be there all day on set. I think they're like, yeah, the stunt doubles, the other people. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. director is just like, fuck. Can we get? Oh no, because Cage and Travolta are like mimicking. They're following each other's like emotions. I bet it's probably because Wu directed a lot of the stuff that your second unit guy usually would, Mm because Wu's directing anything like action-y yeah. like he probably wanted to do even like b-roll so then they're like well what can we leave for the other guy i don't know like dead body shots yeah. and then they just didn't have that they actors. probably put a fake cage face on a, a third uh yeah just some extra i will say the actual face swapping scene is fucking awesome awesome it's dude. so cool it it's it's really cool the really like 
late 90s computer graphic that they have where it. it's a face blending into another face. It's just so cool. It's amazing. I love it. And the and the voice thing too, I love I love yeah because it it does still look like really antiquated computer stuff, but like it it kind of makes sense what's happening on that screen comparing to what's going on. Yeah. It just it just all happens so quickly. You get yeah the 3D mockups of Cage and Travolta and yeah. it's like computer computing yeah um, computing face off. <laughs> so that yeah the switch scene is awesome. The putting of the face into the liquid is really cool. I just like mm-hmm. that. Um, they have to trim the hair. <laughs> they get my haircut. Yeah, they straighten it with a laser, and there's like a barcode scanner essentially, and they're just like combing it and straightening. Yeah, they're it with like a laser. Listen, John, like we know that you you got nice plugs in, but this man he's not lined up. You're gonna have to look pretty fugly. <laughs> like, should, should we wait until we put the face back on so we don't like get hair in this open wound? No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just, I love just <laughs> I love how they yada yada the body. Because it's like the, all of the emphasis is on we're switching faces. The bodies, but are then it's the like, elevator pitch. Of the <laughs> but movie, then it's like but... the bo- they have to also change the bodies. But they're like, yeah, but no, no, it's about the faces. <laughs> I was, I was saying, you suck out some fat. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just a little more fatter. Than no, you have, he has fifty pounds on Nick Cage. You like afterwards after they do the switch uh do you think he's just like how about you just don't put the love handles back you want to just like actually just give me liposuction while we're put here those on nick cage's dead body It'd be funny. <laughs> right. um i was saying before we potted it would literally be a much easier sell if it were a brain transplant but you wouldn't have face off right it'd be yeah. brain brain switch brain on no brain on. you take brain away the blast. sci-fi it's just the departed. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. Honestly, dude, yeah. Leo and Matt Damon in here. Uh, let's oh. just have them Ooh. as a, as his body switch. Uh, one of the casting things was Wahlberg as Pollux was a thing at one Kill point. Me. Yeah, That's, that'd be sick. That is oh, insane. <laughs> because like being all quirky and like touching his glasses and shit. That, I don't know, dude. I think that just means that this actor is bringing a, a good amount of that to the character because you would never put Wahlberg in that, like a <laughs> and doing, little rat Yeah, role. he would do something completely different. Yeah. He'd, he'd be like, well, first of all, this movie's set in Boston now. Um, <laughs> yeah. and also, he just wouldn't be his brother. He would just be like a friend. There'd be a thing and be like, oh, yeah, if you're my brother, then tell me who won, who was the MVP of the 86 World Series. <laughs> what's what's the ethnicity of the guy we beat up? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we bombing? How do they look like? <laughs> imagine, imagine Nick Cage tying Mark Wahlberg's shoe repeatedly throughout the movie. <laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. That there are so many different uh, calls. Brother, like, brother, you gotta tie my shoe for me. <laughs> so many different like Chekhov's gun style callbacks in this. The shoe tying is one when he's dead. The the literal Chekhov's uh, switchblade. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, yeah, and then uh. There, there are like I'd say like seven or eight of them. It's also really- part of the drinking game. Yeah, <laughs> the trick going anytime every it's blatantly there. Every time there's a setup and a payoff. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we get the moment of Cage as Sean Archer looking in the mirror. Oh yeah, get a good freak out. Then it's like, oh, this is why this movie fucking rules. Like if it wasn't clear up to this point with the insane action sequence that opens and and cage is caster troy the the sweetness that we get in those opening moments i feel like it kind of dips a little bit when it's travolta as sean archer 
But then when we get Cage as uh, Sean Archer looking in the mirror and all of the emotions that are on his face, realizing what he's done and who he's looking at in the mirror, he's chef's incredible face because it's something that you would do if you were looking at a mirror and it wasn't your face where he's just doing like little like weird like mouth things Mm -hmm. to like make sure like this is and it's not too much he keeps it subtle and he's somehow not initial freak out yeah he's not in an insane amount of pain (laughs) even though he just had surgery no no inflammation no anything new face also uh cage well yeah i guess i'll say caster uh, really handles things well when he has no face like when he wakes up with no face he's, just smoking oh, well, a cigarette yeah. man he's so been there they changed the teeth right no well that's when no not in the movie no. they didn't but they have to have they have crazy different i teeth. like to think of uh nick cage just like all gums but he's like i need a cigarette right now <laughs> just i have no face i have no lips i have no gums well I'm you just- can't just only have lips uh-huh. No, no, no! It's just gum. He's just holding the cigarette in his mouth with just gum. Yeah, that's that's like got to smoke must like, just hurt. <laughs> just the smoke alone is going. Oh, well, Batcat's coming out of his yeah. holes. Back yeah. to the back to the point about the anime. I feel like an anime could have really shown that. Yeah, they don't really. Well, they also, don't show. The there's CGI like the reflection. The CGI isn't really there. And honestly, good call for them not to show it for it more to be like yeah. leave it up to your own imagination because you if like they one done, quick shot if they would have done like really shown the nick cage face where you can just tell he has like ketchup or some shit on his face in 1997 <laughs> then it would have it would have been rough right well, also they can't that would just make it so they'd have to use adr there uh because it's travolta it's Travolta, but it's, right. it's Cage's yeah. voice, which, by the way, at first I didn't re- I didn't remember the fact that they hadn't switched his voice over yet. So I was like, Travolta's doing Travolta's doing a great job. <laughs> Sounding like Nick Cage. <laughs> um, then we get introduced to the Magnet Boots prison, which just fucking rules. It's so this fucking scene awesome. So much ass, man. I yeah. love the scene. I love the cafeteria fight that happens yeah. in this scene. John Carroll Lynch. I love to shout my own name. The the <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm everyone's like, well, Troy. that that settles it. That's definitely yeah. Aster Troy. Him. I if thought it wasn't him, but he said it. Yeah. Before, I would have been really suspicious when he's just like his, keeps yelling, I am this his person. brother instantly knows it's not him right. somehow. It's the second he shows up, he's like, probably because he's two inches taller. It's not my bro. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like he should, but like in the movie, he's identical. He right. is Nick. His teeth are he, fucked up. What's he barely even has scars. <laughs> Well, he's it's the mannerisms too, you know. This is a this is not a slinky like. Oh, I know, but it's just like slivery. He's guy. not. He's not like you're acting weird. He's like you're not my brother. Yeah, you got are you we, switch faces. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, are we supposed to believe that Pollux is like on the spectrum or something? Yeah, he's or insane. What's, like he's an in, he's just yeah, but he switch faces with like a muppet. But like, there's something where like he he does know immediately, and they talk about he's like a super genius and all this kind of stuff so maybe he's like probably because nobody else would just assume yes that is that looks and sounds just like my brother but that's not my brother also well that makes sense because we're kind of led to believe that pollux only really interacts with cage you know what i mean like it seems like he his whole thing just revolves around he knows him super well yeah by the way caster troy great name incredible name yeah it's it's a lot better than cameron poe 
What was that the one in Conair? Yeah, that's Conair. And then before, what is what's his name what's in Stanley the Good Goodspeed? Stanley, Stanley Goodspeed. Good Stanley Goodspeed mm-hmm. is a great um, name. Caster is yeah, Caster Troy is easily the best Nick Cage name we've had yeah. so far. It's so good. Sean Archer is a good name too. That's like that that's how you know that like that guy's that's a, an everyman. He's a straight shooter. Yeah. His name's Archer. <laughs> um, but yeah, this whole scene where he kind of starts the fight. I love how like they tell him like Hey, if you sneeze too hard, your face will fly off because it's like it looks really well attached. I don't know. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm going to start a fight and get punched (laughs) in the face. (laughs) I why did they even have that line in there? Very obviously, like they shouldn't have even put that in there because that seems to not be an issue at all. It would have been cool if they had like a moment where like he gets punched in the throat and it kind of comes John, like John Travolta comes out a little bit there. The the face kind of like comes off like a a third of the way. It's like, like, (laughs) nothing to see here. (laughs) John Woo doesn't seem super into like body horror type. Right. And I, but I think any new version of this is going to go way deeper into that type of stuff. Yeah. You think if this was like a Cronenberg movie, then it would be, well, just because also the, tech we have is advanced to yeah. like to do cg it could be like melting this. off a little bit yeah and just yeah even like movie makeup is better now like they could they could do some shit there but, but i mean this is all with acting like that's what i was about to get to is like this scene right here in the in the prison where he starts this fight there's this moment where we get this close-up on cage and you can tell that he's like having this like inner meltdown about what he's doing and he's embodying this terrorist criminal and starting a prison riot and it's like all communicated in this tiny little facial acting moment um it's glorious like it's it's unbelievable you know this is a silly bonkers action movie but it has these tiny beats these tiny moments of like incredible acting that just elevated that much I couldn't stop thinking about the hero episode of Nathan for you. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All to walk across the tightrope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the prison shit's very cool. And then he, Caster Troy wakes up and yeah, he wakes up. He's like, we're going to deal with this. He, they kidnap the doctor. They bring him in. Yeah. The doctor's like, what, what can want? I, what can I do for yeah, you? Like, what do you guys even want? <laughs> it's like, what, what do you think? <laughs> Face off. <laughs> like put that face that's just like sitting in like some water over there. Just yeah. put that on my so face. So they, they do the surgery really quick. <laughs> um, then they burn down the building. Yeah. And they killed the two other agents that know about it, which I think is great. Like that's what I'm talking about when it's like this movie already has this huge ask. They can get away with all these other yeah, things. It's, that's just like it's insulate. Joker shit. Yeah. <laughs> like setting the people on fire that you want to kill. Like, it's cool. Um, and so then Travolta shows up. Yeah, you, it's, it's, you have a visitor and you're like, oh, fuck, maybe, you know, someone in the agency knows and they found out and they're here to save him. And it's fucking him, dude. It's so awesome. Travolta, like, I can't think of a single performance that in the course of the first hour of the movie turns around so much. Like, when we're first introduced to Travolta's character when he's playing Sean Archer I was like this guy's dog shit mm-hmm. like he is so terrible and then when he's playing Caster Troy I'm just like 
this is the this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. He, because Cage gave him the blueprint. It's it's the biggest 180 ever. Yeah, he he is wildly good in this. It's the most impressed I've ever been with Travolta, including Pulp Fiction. Um, because it's like I said, if it's an actor acting exercise, he's destroying it. Like he's doing so so well. Um, the magnetism he has when he's caster is incredible because just, just like in Pulp Fiction, like he's a, he's weird, but he is magnetic. Um, and this was right at the tail end of him still looking passably, right. You know, like that. <laughs> he's yeah. Still yeah, he's just getting those thin. weird aisles. He's yeah. getting those weird eyes or whatever. where are just too squinty and you can tell he has like no lips. So it's he, just like, he's jaws too big. You can already, yeah, you can tell he's already had plastic surgeries. Really could play into the face-off surgery. The wickedly talented <laughs> Ni- Nicole Kabul. Is that I mean, he's better at being a bad guy. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Travoltified Nick Cage. Um, the one and only Nicole Kabul. So, yeah, they, they meet up and... Uh, Nick Cage, well, Travolta in Nick Cage's body pulls off the most improbable escape I have ever seen. It like put to film. It is so absolute. He he gets the deranged insane. I guess it's a little later because he's still there. Well, yeah. The next piece is Travolta going home to um to to Sean Archer's yeah, to family on his wife as Castor Troy. Yeah, uh, which is just an insane piece of work. Like hitting on his own daughter straight up he hits on his own daughter he definitely rapes his wife um yeah that is in the yeah, body not but what you want mind, uh, that's not that's not great not a great look for caster um yeah he smokes a cigarette this he, is he's cool dad <laughs> this is what happens in, in season two of i may destroy you yeah <laughs> She has a face-off situation happen. Um, then it's the then it's the prison break mm-hmm. um, where he gets this fried fucking uh, criminal guy who Cage, you know, obviously knew this guy. Uh, Travolta doesn't quite know him. Uh, he gets him with just like one command. He gets him to orchestrate this entire escape with him. Yeah, it's unreal how they how they do it well, also it's because love- he saves him during he doesn't well, kill him in the no he, he says hey i didn't fuck your wife i didn't fuck your sister and he's like oh okay oh yeah, that's right i'm yeah. not oh. electrocuted anymore let's get <laughs> let's out of this prison out. let's get let's out kill of here. every let's kill every guard in here yeah it's just really weird high, the highest security prison on earth <laughs> let's let's get out of here like right now you're kind of cheering for the the prisoners to shoot every guard and get out it's just like which are they good? Are they bad? Are they? <laughs> I mean, this movie does a really good job of making you kind of, and we talked about it a little bit with Con Air, where like there's some like I'm kind of rooting for these guys in here, mm-hmm. despite the fact that they're like horrible criminals. Yeah, but yes. like, guess, you know, Cage isn't because he's Travolta yeah, at that point. So like, yeah, so you're like you're rooting for him, and then and then on the exact flip side, because you're rooting for him because you should, even though it looks like you shouldn't. You're rooting for caster in travolta's body you shouldn't but he's so cool right and, and it's the coolest guy. this is like the fun and game segment of the script where it's like everything you imagine where like he everyone just loves him and it's it's so so funny um it's it's a bit of script ingenuity that i honestly didn't expect i kind of you know a worse movie would just have him being weird or like being like a shitty dude always instead of being like a charismatic but really shitty guy. Well, and a not worse in- movie would have him be. I mean, 
this it's a different movie, but John Malkovich and Con Air. There's no there's nothing really charismatic about John Malkovich and Con Air. He's just like, ooh, I'm diabolical villain, which is fun for that movie. But like because you spend so much time with John Travolta, yeah. you kind of want to see him like really ham it up to another level, but in a charismatic way. That's what I was about to say is like this movie spends so much time there. It's not just a tiny piece. It's not just like act two. It's like the bulk of the movie is mm-hmm. this like this is pretty much the whole thing is this. Um, and we're switching between the two characters equally. Um, I also wanted to shout out the fact that like in this prison, they just have a giant screen <laughs> where they are watching watching the news. CNN. <laughs> <laughs> they're watching like nature I, that's a, that's yeah. a note that i took too like why are they watching in the maximum security it's insane mega prison they're watching cnn yeah sean archer's like uh what is it like interception <laughs> balls in arc our, our team's got the ball now yeah <laughs> doing again doing the mask yeah <laughs> right oh one of the same writer as the mask that's what i'm about oh, to say i didn't know that yeah mm-hmm. one it's it's Whoa. one of the two writers wow yeah. That or maybe was, they both or maybe they both did the that mask. person was on fire right <laughs> exactly also a lot that of person in the 90s that person needs to examine their relationship with sex <laughs> <laughs> yes this is yeah, the horniest I, movie ever i rewatched the mask recently and Rapey brother yeah it does not hold up as good as this one i mean this one this does have some stuff that doesn't that hasn't aged well obviously i mean it has danny masterson in it so you know committing right. a rape so right. like way ahead of his time. <laughs> oh my god. They so, knew. <laughs> so then uh Travolta as Castro Troy comes back to the FBI headquarters after defusing the bomb and he's touching everybody's asses and everybody's like, Oh my god, you're so cool now. But uh, what's her name? Margaret Cho. She's like, Did you have a surgery? And he's like, What what do you, <laughs> do you have a you know? did you have a stick? removed from your ass and everyone's like ah <laughs> i which Linda. Is, it's so funny see <laughs> after this after the scene where they capture caster troy and uh he gets like the bottle of champagne sent to him and he's just like i yeah. know the fbi catered and he's like no wait a second this uh, goes out to all of those the fallen fucking people and Shout out the dead homies yeah pour he's, one out he starts <laughs> listing names and you're like i don't know who these people yeah. are that you're naming like everyone's like wow what a fucking bummer <laughs> fucking buzzkill <laughs> um i'd be excited if then he came in and it was like just grabbing secretary's ass and be like oh sean's fun now it's just the most nighty shit ever dude. By, by the time we're in the swing of this stuff i've already gotten so past the buy-in of it and it hasn't right. even been that long but i've been like you know what it's the second that they meet each other in the prison um when travolta comes yeah. in i was like oh no the i don't care about the premise or how insanely different yeah. they look this is the best fucking movie i've ever right. seen it's it's all to get to that point of these two actors doing insane shit mm-hmm. not the interaction mm. right but not just the interaction, but the interaction of them being each other to each other, like bonkers, bonkers shit. Like it's It's not, it's not just a body switch movie because we've seen those before. It's that just like intertwined with itself with John Woo fucking juice all over. Yeah. Which isn't easy to do as an actor. For example, uh, the parent trap, the newer one, Uh, Lindsay Lohan. 
Yeah. Is there another one? No. Yeah. They, well, so, there's an original one. The, from, it's uh, not like they. It's part of it is in the writing, but they both don't do a horrible job of acting like each other. Like once they've switched bodies, I've still seen that movie a billion times. Wait, did I see the Parent Trap? Yes. I, I, you meant Freaky Friday. You know, I yeah, know what okay. you meant. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I was like, there is also a, a remake, like the 1960s, yeah. Yeah. but not the freaky, but Freaky Friday. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is is doing an, a really stupid <laughs> job of being a teenager, and then, she rules in that movie. And then though. Lindsay Lohan is way out of her depth, to be honest, yeah. trying to play an old old Jamie. Lee I Curtis. mean, she's no Jamie Lee Curtis. And that movie's still like I, you know, I love, but this is such good execution. I wrote down, like right around this area, I wrote down all caps. Wow. Dot. 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 Travolta is doing great. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that's what I'm saying. Because like, I, I just like kind of knew Nick Cage would be great in, in this. Because at this Travolta point, Travolta is more hit and miss than even Cage is. No, like, especially is. on this run, Travolta had a little bit of a comeback with. Well, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction was, he was, that was yeah, exactly. That was kind of marked. I mean, he had a couple other movies. This whole thing about like this is the comeback for Travolta is a little bit overblown. Was it? But like, it's a little bit overblown. But like, that was that's his defining second act of his career performance. And then this is a few years later. So, I don't. Did he do anything of note in between Pulp Fiction and this, or not really? Uh, Michael and Phenomenon. Michael. Oh, Phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, Phenomenon. Yeah, Michael. For the listener, Michael has the funniest poster you'll ever see. <laughs> It's literally just Travolta making like a funny smile face, like covering the whole frame into the middle. And then it just says Michael. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is the cell. He plays an angel. And next week we're doing a movie where Nick Cage plays an angel. Oh, baby. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Um, So, um, but yeah, at at this point, I I just like had full faith in Cage because I've seen him be good in in such wildly different roles. And this role in particular is so befitting him. Uh, But yeah, Travolta blew me the fuck away. We're almost going to have to do a Travolta meter instead of a Cage meter. Um, I mean, this is as good as it gets for me. I, I love him in Hairspray, well, but like, but, well, the issue is though, if we're doing Travolta meter, it's when was he the most Travolta? In which the answer is, of course, Greece. Uh, Saturday Night Saturday Night Fever is up. Have you guys seen yeah. Battlefield Earth? Oh no, Ray, have you seen that? <laughs> you guys seen oh, Gotti? No. He's pretty that's Travolta that's, up in Gotti. That's, that's a Scientology movie, isn't it? Yes, but it's like the origins like- of Scientology. All I, all I know is I saw it when I was really young, and he also plays a bad guy in that. And it's, oh man, it's good. It's like his Nick Cage of movies kind but of. But he's like, like buried his... under makeup. He's like yes. an alien. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah, he looks. Oh, he's got like dreads and shit. Oh man, please <laughs> I mean, watch. You're not selling Earth. me on this. Daddy, I will say, oh, Daddy's Scientology. It's super sci-fi, but bad. Oh man, please watch this movie. Sci- I, I Scientology like fiction. Sci-fi. So Cage uh, breaks out of prison and he meets up with his homies in the sickest lair. Pad. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Nick Cassavetes. We. This is really a Dude. clash of the Nick uh, sons of insanely famous directors. <laughs> yeah, right? son of John Cassavetes. Yeah. yeah, relatives. Immediately gets offered his guns back and drugs and chiclets. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that box. Yeah. It's like. Who thought of that? It's awesome. 
It's, was that cage? Was that woo? Like, was that in the script? What a collection of items. You're like, we got the two gold plated pistols, the signature, yeah. the dualies, uh, and then prescription like, pill bottle the pills. I took a picture of it at one point. <laughs> I don't have to up right now, but there's, yeah, yeah, there's like loose, 10 loose joints shit. just like sitting in there with no filter, just like yeah. twist ends. I think there's like roll, a baggie yeah. of some <laughs> mysterious powder in there. We can assume right. is the cocaine that they just had readily available right. on set. Um, Probably cut with something. I got that from Nick Cage's car. There's like, what are you? It's like, oh, <laughs> don't, don't John bother the prop like, guys. Oh, I got it. No, don't worry. I got you for this. Um, Gina Gershon is Nick Cassavetes' sister, mm-hmm. who later they make out. Bizarre. I did not. They're brother and sister, and and then yeah, before they're before like during like bleeding during yeah, he's about to die in real life. They're brother and sister. No, 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 no. no, no, But they're playing a brother and sister. No, I thought Paulinus was a sister. Was her was a brother? No, no, no. They no. Nick Cassavetes and Gina Gershaw are brother and sister. And I looked it up afterwards because in I was real like, life, no, no, the oh, characters. Oh, oh, and the tailgate. <laughs> they're that's both okay. We're they're just not but saying, they do I just don't remember out. their character and names. That's why was, Hassler. They're both, first, they, they both oh, have the last name Hassler. They Sasha and at Dietrich. One point, and then they make out, and I was like, maybe I just misheard that. Maybe there's no. like really close and, or something. And at the very end, they say that again. Like about Well, mentioned, mentioned on another podcast that I simply won't name. That was an improv moment by the two of them. That was not anywhere. That they made out. Wasn't anywhere in the script, but they were just like, yeah, like these characters are just like really fucked up and weird. Let's have them like kiss. Gross. <laughs> That's really <laughs> fucked up. That, maybe they also both need to go. Well, they need to go therapy. Maybe now well. we know why Nick Cassavetes isn't a uh, filmmaker like his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the father oh, of indie cinema. So then uh, Nick Cage takes some nondescript drugs and he trips the fuck out, gets um, all bug eyed. Ray, Ray, what drug is going into that liquor? What do you think? PCP for sure. <laughs> PCP for sure. The face that Nick Cage is like, he gets so like wide. Wow. With you don't pull a gun on yourself like eyes. that off cocaine. <laughs> Yeah, I was doing a lot of cocaine. I feel like this is like a half a pill. Man. If I if yeah. I switched faces with someone and it had only been like a few days, and then I got even if I got like drunk, I think I would still like freak out seeing myself. <laughs> I I think it might be like maybe some bunk form of ecstasy or something like that, oh. like some nineties Molly, like pre Molly shit. Well, he's such a straight shooter that I also forgot he has no tolerance, so it was probably yeah. just like probably Benadryl and then like mixed with the <laughs> liquor. He was just like whoa. <laughs> Well, look, from what I've learned in training day, it's, it's that like cops it's like, just regularly do drugs to know what they're like. Yeah, they're PCP every other yeah. day. Just. Yeah. If I learned anything from Denzel in training day, that's just the norm. It's just like a little like crystal light flavor packet. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, dude, like, I'm so I got a faded. sugar high right now, man. Yeah. And it's like cool. sweet so tea. <laughs> oh, this is also when we get the face off quote. When he's Unreal. like, I want to take his, I face, say take his face. And by the way, that's another clip. It's it's gift. It's also just memed in general. It's it's cited as an example of really bad cage acting. In context, he is incredible. Fu- he's fucked up out of his mind. That's why yeah. he's acting like that. It's right. good he's acting. A weird mouth and eye, like buggy eye. Yeah, thing, and yeah. his laughing is so good. Like they, the, they oh. like quadruple down on the bit by just continually saying like face oh, off, face, face, face off. off. This face. is. 
I think by a mile, the best use of saying the title easily. It's like, even, I, it's I don't think close. that there's a conversation for anything. Like we had back to back movies in which they say the title yeah. in the movie and they're really good. The Jerry Bruckheimer joints of like, yeah. welcome to the rock right. or then like con air. Welcome to con air. But yeah. like, and just they both it. have like the zoom in yeah. like to the one line zoom in on welcome to movie title. Yeah. <laughs> just like welcome to Marwin. And this yeah. is like John was like, we're not going to zoom in because we're just going to keep saying yeah like multiple characters just can't keep saying We're aware of it off. also I mean, he does close-up shots anyway so he's, he's, he's it's already his thing it's already included exactly. you're ready for it he was he was such a great choice to direct this yeah. movie because he's not trying to <laughs> we haven't even gotten to the john the signature john woo moment yet, yeah because that's in the third oh. act, but it's it's we insane dubs yet it's not it's like way over the top direction but also out. it's still visually coherent it's still like understandable for the most part mm -hmm. um even though it's it's overdone it's just like you know spiritually oversaturated basically it's like when you just like jack that up on a photo but like somehow in video and not col about color like it's he's just like every it's it's like kind of like uh bay like yeah. you, you could see bay doing this for sure but a hundred percent i think i think woo bay is uglier with it though i i think woo fits this movie better also yeah. because um he something is just telling me i really i can't put my finger on but something is telling me that he knows yeah <laughs> Bay tries to play it so serious. You know? Bay ripped this off and we're being serious. And yeah. this this movie doesn't make a point of like you have like the the camera as a character in the story, like every Michael Bay movie does. And I think mm -hmm. The Rock does it pretty well comparatively to most Michael Bay movies. But in all those movies, there's like, whoa, we have to go fucking yeah, all over the room for this shot. It's not about what's like, yeah, sometimes with him, it's, it's not about what's in the frame. It's about like how he put it there with like with this movie. Uh, it is very, very like sweaty and, and athletic, but he he just thinks that like, what's going on in the frame is cool so he wants to show like he's like look at this explosion isn't it like expensive yeah <laughs> he, he, like i said he has money to fucking blow up we should mention uh before we get into since we're starting to reach like the third act of the movie about a uh, travolta uh caster caster travolta um how he decided and i thought it was actually a good smart uh choice that actually makes sense is that he decides like I'm in the body of like one of the top guys at the FBI. I'm going to dismantle this bomb and become an American hero. Right. And I'm also going to murder my boss. Yes. Well, that happens a little <laughs> bit later on, but like the scene of him dismantling the bomb is just so cool. Like, I just love mm -hmm. it. He just like, everybody leave, get yeah. your team to clear out of here. And then he's it's, just like, I know the he does a little code. dance. <laughs> yeah. His jacket that, off. That's another really smart script thing. Yeah. Like, it's just it's, it's genius. Yeah, it's, Cause that's, what's better than having all the power of the world and being like a notorious bad guy is having all the power of the world and people love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, then, uh, Travolta as Caster beats the shit out of his uh, daughter's boyfriend, which He's is awesome. a great scene. great scene. Danny Masterson. Oh, okay. I mean, that's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Committing oh, a rape. Yeah. Who doesn't know? The, hide that from that 70s show. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. I did not release that when video, you said it earlier. Yeah. I was like, 
I, I thought he looked. I thought he looked familiar, dude, but I couldn't place him. Another Scientologist. Scientologist. I'm so. I'm not gonna. You know. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Is you know. Masterson, the guy who's like canceled now because of a bunch of shit that's come out. Yes, about that's him. why he's a rapist. Said that earlier. Yeah. He's literally yeah. a rape. Like. Yeah, he's like, literally a rapist. Yeah, that's that's. But Scientology's like protecting him hard. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. That's all I'm saying. Fuck. He's in Sea Org now. <laughs> not, yeah, he's not hiding out here in Florida at fucking he's off, water. Yeah, he's right off the coast of uh, in the Gulf of Mexico. Out in Sarasota right now. Yeah, Tom just... Cruise is like is like uh he uh, beating him with like paddle. <laughs> you bad boy. <laughs> um um so and that's his I... reward. <laughs> are we are we sure that the daughter isn't like a little bit bummed out whenever her actual dad returns to her? Because she kind of like at the very end, yeah. Yeah. Like she, it's, way it's less sexy, really yeah. fucked up. But John Travolta and her actually do have chemistry. Cage, oh, it's God. real. No, but like they You're actually do puke. in like a really awful way. I mean, he says that. Like, I that clip. Master, he, he, <laughs> <laughs> let's get Hunter canceled. I no, I'm not saying that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying that that is a good thing. That is the thing that has aged worse about this movie by a mile. Yeah, the, you know that what's aged the worst Nick is Cage. my boner. <laughs> I'm saying, Where I'm saying the, maker Caster, so the way the caster is playing it, not only that, she saves her daughter from being raped. He, she's just like, oh, you're cool. You're smoking cigarettes in the house with me now, dad. Like, do you think that she's like a little bit bummed out whenever like her actual dad comes back and he's just like, no, we have to have broccoli and uh, only drink water at dinner. And is here's a does he retire? Uh, do we I think? guess we'll see in the sequel. Yeah, the second one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like I did think that, like, because also he, like, Caster does save her life. Yeah. He does saves her for getting raped legitimately. Like, yeah. Um, and then he, like, is really cool and, like, gives her a switchblade. Yeah. He, he gives her Chekhov's gun. I just want to make very clear. I'm not talking about yeah. just sexual chemistry. I just feel like I need to. <laughs> Not, I don't know. I'm saying chemistry, like those two have like yeah, they have a connection with more. each other. <laughs> they have I think like, that we have chemistry on this podcast and sucked your dick twice. <laughs> they have that uh daughter daddy chemistry. <laughs> God damn it. I've seen a video about that. That's that's for a different podcast, I think. Though. Yeah, you were well, you were saying it would only be better if he was her stepdad. <laughs> I, mean, say that, I always is. say that the one thing that would make this movie better is if she was stuck in the dryer for a scene. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I don't get so, that reference because <laughs> you're a pure boy. <laughs> no, you just watch indie porn. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only watch Nick Cassavetti's porn. I only watch A24 porn. <laughs> so then we get introduced to uh, Caster Troy's son who looks a lot like the little boy who got shot in the opening credits of this movie. But with a much worse haircut. Very similar haircut, though. It's longer, yeah. That's that's the hair every boy had in the 90s. Like, Right, that's a good point. Yeah, Nikki and Alex from Full House. Mm-hmm. I think I missed bad. the memo. Um, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> Sean Archer in Cage's body has like a freak out moment hugging this kid. And he's like, Michael, Michael, Michael. Uh, and a lot of weird ladies, little boy parts in this. Yeah, the lady's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing, man? Let go of my kid. And then we get this massive fucking shootout in this apartment. Just guns blazing, explosions, sparks, fireworks, like mm-hmm. craziness. And the other thing 
is this little boy is in in the way of all the bullets. <laughs> He's just always in the line of fire. So I actually I have the coolest a good, lighting. <laughs> yeah, that that from below lighting. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just gonna hang out here. Also, That's why cool. did look cool. why does he have somewhere over the rainbow? So I on, have on on deck, like ready for him. Yeah, just ready to go for that. That is a weird did song. He, did he pick to, that? Or yeah, like I feel like that's the mom song. that picked that. They, yeah, they did. I guess they didn't have kids, Bob, yet. So no way. Um, the uh, there one of the top IMDb trivia facts. I actually did fact check on a different thing. So that scene, that shootout that happened, the over the rainbow shootout, um, was not Paramount refused to finance that scene because they were like, John, you're going over budget. We do oh, not wow. have it for this. So John, we went out of pocket. And actually paid for that scene. That's insane to happen. I mean, and this then is an Paramount 80... paid him back when they this movie made three hundred million dollars. Yeah, this was like, an oh, eighty Jesus. million dollar budget movie, and it oh, made you can tell. it made a, it made almost two hundred. No, it made or almost almost three hundred. I should yeah, say, almost like two eighty five or yeah. something. Um, I wonder how much money John spent out of pocket on this scene because this is like it's insane. A very expensive scene. Yeah, it just keeps just going. Tulips getting blown up everywhere. The tulip art piece after art piece just. <laughs> yeah. And then they're in that like mirror uh, rotunda, <laughs> and then we get like another scene that's burned into my fucking brain from the, from the, being a the kid. Mirror mm-hmm. face yeah, off. The mirror face off. Unbelievably so cool. good. It's probably like the shot, my favorite shot of the if entire that movie. Blew me like away. that. That's the type of shit that makes this movie a classic. Like nobody else would do something like this in the 21st century. It's like who would John Wick could it? never. John Wick could never. I mean, if anybody, <laughs> if anybody would, it would yeah. be John Wick. They you just, know, yeah. like they're going in that direction. Chad Stahelski, I trust. No, but. you're right. That actually is who, because like movies like this, like light sci-fi, uh, sort of like actiony movies. And there was a period in like the early 2010s, this would have starred like Jude Law and Justin Timberlake or something. <laughs> Liam Neeson. Well, would have been a somebody. what's his name? Who? Christian Bale, like an Equilibrium. Hmm. Bale and I feel like Bale would take it too seriously. American Psycho, he's Bale great is, though. Yeah, but at that point, like I think if I he, mean if you capture him and like if you did early two thousands Bale, then yeah. But then by like late two thousands, yeah, he was taking everything him, way too seriously. Him playing Castor would be really fun though. Yeah, oh, it would be he, I think he'd be good at it. Right. I just remember. I think the the last time we had you on was not us. It was for John Wick Chapter Three. <laughs> Yeah, which was a little bit later. Which yeah. uh, that's that's so the right call for like who would do this. Um, the only thing I would wonder is like if can Stahelski do emotional beats because he never. I've I first John Wick. The thing is, I don't really care. Oh, uh, you don't care about dog. I don't really care about the emotional beats of any of those movies. I care about how. I mean, cool the first one's the one that really goes. Yeah, it does. But even that, even that one, I'm just like, like, I get it. Like, this is the setup so we can get to what this guy's actually good at. Like, he's, I don't think he does a great job. You know what I mean? Uh, I care about dog more than I care. Whereas Wu really takes the time to establish Travolta's family, to establish like who he is, his, his flaws. Um, Weird face touching thing. Yeah. I, I was just thinking that I was like, we know this guy, like a weirdly, good amount for how dumb this movie is like we actually do have a good sense of these characters 
Um, like I, I, I thought they pulled that off. Um, it's kind of wild. Like this is, I think I haven't seen a ton of John Woo movies, but like, they're hard to find, especially his, um, like English his, stuff kind of drops off a cliff after this movie. Like, Oh, we're going right to talk about movie, one of them. We're going to, I mean, yeah, there's one coming up, but uh, like mission impossible two, And it's just like, Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow is before this. Another, yeah. yeah, Hey man, Paycheck. Ben Affleck. Paycheck. The yeah, the Ben Affleck movie. I remember enjoying it. Great title. Yeah. Killer title. Um, but yeah, uh, this uh, it wouldn't qualify for Cage quotes, even though it's Caster Cage's character saying it. It's a John Travolta quote, but the it's like looking in a mirror only not <laughs> he, he is doing a cage thing yeah he's really he's good. he's get, he got the mannerisms and the like the the um like dictation down that cage yeah, does he, so well with his lines he does a good job of kind of like speaking like like almost trumpian like almost like th- like really through his like nose and mouth like like almost like uh well you know i've uh taken my like almost sort of like NPR voice, but like on accident. Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to explain what the what Cage and Donald Trump have in common. I, I mean, Travolta is <laughs> voice wise. Travolta is doing. He <laughs> is doing a Cage sort of take. Like, yeah. I don't think I don't think Cage is doing Travolta at all. He's well, Travolta is generic, right? So he's doing generic good guy, right? Like, so like kind of trying to like almost. I feel like make fun of each other in a kind yeah. of way you know like they're just like this is what you sound like oh well, this is what you sound like fuck yeah. you kind of thing that's part that's part of the magic of this movie is it, that they go there because they didn't yeah. necessarily not only, have to not only that but it's making the characters make fun of, it's making the actors make fun of themselves so like the john, mm-hmm. Tra- john travolta has to say like look at me with this ridiculous chin yeah. <laughs> like it's yes so yes good. it's it's great i also i love his brother being like uh being like well now i guess i'm the one in the family with the looks yeah it's like dude <laughs> your brother <laughs> he's john travolta now he looks way better <laughs> does he travolta at this point was still charismatic he's, right. he's older he's, and he's, eyes fuck. he's bloated i scare the shit no, out of it's, me it's going for sure but he's still like once he turns it on once casters in it like his body like he's magnanimous like he has a magnetism to him that cage doesn't cage is magnetic only as a villain (laughs) you know he's only creepy magnetic so then the brother dies yeah he gets fucking shot down from this no he doesn't get shot down yeah he gets literally fucking john travolta tarzan body drops you grabs a wire and kicks him through the window classic john woo shit just like i'm gonna kick somebody yeah kick somebody through a clear glass uh like he Overhead breaks through roof. two glass things, I think, and he yeah. just keeps fucking going. Yeah. Uh, and then we get one of the best scenes in the movie, I think, which is Cage coming back as Sean Archer to talk to his wife. Yes. And try to convince her of this insanity that he has done. So, and I I actually wrote this down before I listened to the podcast uh, that should not be named the the ultimate question that it obviously makes you ask like well there are multiple but like how would you convince somebody that this is a real thing that that you you are some like is there any world that you could affect there's no there's no world in which you could convince me that right yeah if you guys came to me and and 
gave me all the proof in the world, I would still like Baker act you and put you in a fucking hospital. I feel like Lee Lee would hear me out. It depends. <laughs> it depends on who I switch faces with, you know. True. No, if, like, if like if no, like it's, it's, it's a little like, too look, situational. Look, uh, remember that time that uh, we were together, and I whispered this thing in your ear. <laughs> if 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 I came back as the guy who killed our son, I no, I would just be like, no, no. that is the that's the line though. I wouldn't listen to anybody who did that. No, it doesn't matter. The trauma, because even then. If it's like the criminal and like my husband is the cop, I'm thinking, okay, so you have captured my husband and tortured him to get all this info. Right. And now you're trying, you think I'm stupid as fuck, basically. <laughs> like there's no world. And also on the flip side of that, how would you, if I, if I came in and I, and like, I was acting really weird, how much would it take for you to become sus? But it, Drew, Drew, Chekhov's blood type. Like That's genuinely, you know. like, is there, there's no world in which like you jump to like, well, maybe it's just not true. Well, here's, <laughs> here's the thing though. Like Archer's wife does not know Caster Troy. Like she doesn't interact with him. She doesn't know his mannerisms, but we, the audience do. We were introduced to Cage as Caster Troy in the beginning of the movie. We know how he acts and how Cage is acting in that scene with Lady Archer we can see very clearly that he is going through some things. There's a very emotional thing. Still, you would simply think this is an insane person. There's no world because also I'm just saying the performance is incredible. Oh no, he does an incredible job. It's just like, again, it's another buy-in thing where like, I didn't care at this point watching it, but I was like, I really, I wonder in real life how this plays out. If there's any world in which you can convince anybody that you, your face has been switched. I mean, if I were this lady, I would not stop screaming. I would grab everything in the room and throwing at him and try exactly. to kill him. Yeah, exactly. By the way, I think I wrote down her name. She's really good. I thought, um, Oh, I forget it. In like the uh, thankless wife role. Yeah. She actually does like, Ellen. that's like her, uh, Joan, Joan Allen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Eve. Eve Archer. Eve, and then their new son is named Adam. Adam. Oh, she played the new boy in Nixon. I just saw that. I she was in Room, is where I've seen her before. Also, she's in. uh, Have you guys ever seen Death Race? Yes. Oh, nice. Where she plays another (laughs) thankless role in that movie that's bad, but I loved when I was like thirteen. So then, yeah, blood type, they figure out that it's going down. And then finally, we get one of the best scenes, maybe the scene of the movie, which is this uh, church. The church funeral where there's just like the most Catholic shit ever, like that they are at Vatican City while this is happening. There's just it's just waving around the candles and everything, just like singing in Latin <laughs> fucking doves everywhere. Incredible. Which of course it's well, a John Woo. First story. off, they're there because his the FBI like super agent or whatever though the yeah. guy in charge was having a heart attack. But then John Travolta, who was really in the cage sped it up by giving him like a karate chop to the back of the neck <laughs> and then like a five finger death punch to the heart. He and then he's just like, Oh, Hey, I think he had a heart attack to I, his secretary, like all calm. Like doesn't run out of the room. He's just like, 
Just call 911. It's so, it's so it. awesome. I mean, he is. I know, like, you know, he's older and heart attacks happen and stuff like that. But like, he's still the chief of the FBI. Isn't there like some kind of an autopsy to like realize like, oh, yeah, no, no it, was neck, maybe. it was a perfect hit. Mm-hmm. Imperceptible. Where it just left no mark whatsoever. Yeah. It cannot be precise. No bruise. Yeah. It's, it's the hit that you want to learn how to do when you're a kid. You know, you're like, dude, my yeah. uncle's in the Marines and he knows how to kill you and you won't even know you're dead. It's right. like the it was it the karate not uh or the not, Klingon thing. Yeah, <laughs> Star uh, Trek. The, uh, was it Klingon or the uh, the uh, what's the Vulcan? Other one? Is it Vulcan? Maybe the yeah. grip. Yeah. One Vulcan of those grips. Guys. It's, just, it's borderline just like Earthborn. the thing of just like I reach in like if you hit somebody perfectly you can grab their heart out of their chest that's some that's some anime shit that's this is too <laughs> like it's, it's also that. just hilarious that the guy walks in and is trying to get through a conversation while clearly having a heart attack yeah. he's like yeah well you need to really uh, <laughs> like, get back to work you're doing I mean, Gestapo shit for my heart <laughs> he could just be having like some heartburn like he could have just like eaten too much like meat yeah, and dairy he actually just has gerd that's what they learn <laughs> there's like ah the gerd got him <laughs> yeah esophageal cancer nobody even knew <laughs> it's like my greatest fear um yeah, they're, they're at his funeral <laughs> yeah they're at his funeral and uh then we get like this incredible standoff like they're all pointing guns at it's each the other fucking spider-man meme of just like everybody just pointing guns at each other no. and it's just the most John Woo of all John Woo moves. Because, like, people are walking out of the smoke, and there's doves and birds everywhere. But there's just close-up shots of random people's eyes and shit. And I'm just like, this is... Anybody else, this is disgusting. Yeah, but this John is Woo is the king, man. He is the king of this shit. Just, like, ah. I just keep coming... There's so many because, you know, the the doves, doves are a signature in every John Woo movie, any John Woo movie that you watch, there will be a shot of like some doves and everything. But he goes all in on this. There's like 47 different shots of doves that are just all kind of cut together. A lot of birds on the floor in general in this church. There's, yeah, like, there's like seagulls. <laughs> I there's think. 400 birds inside this <laughs> tiny church with like four pews. Yeah. And yeah. Like we have all of these fucking birds. Maybe in Close the door. Yeah, like, is there a door to the <laughs> Let the smoke out also, maybe, with that. Because yeah. it's just like every every oh, room yeah. has smoke coming out of it, except the main room. The priest, the priest preacher guy has the, the little Catholic thing going on, and it's like, oh, okay. I can't wait All to right, go to Venice Beach and see this very authentic Catholic church that they just have set up here, like I'm fucking right outside of yeah. LA. Like, what is this world? I, I just, I love the standoff. It's, it's such a good touch. Like give me more standoffs in movies, like not two people, three to four, maybe five, maybe eight people <laughs> just all pointing. Ideal. But introduce yeah. one by one. Keep introducing them. Yeah. Not exactly. It's, fucking, it's That's like anger man shit. It's just like yeah. <laughs> another group walks up and, it became like it was that's a moment where it's just like it really is like john woo knows that this is kind of comedy to a certain point that you're like and now we're gonna have these people coming and point a gun and then these people are gonna come in and point a gun and then they start firing the guns and half the guys die um including caster's lady um <laughs> she has like just a very comical death she's like please 
take care of my boy, but she doesn't know that she's not talking to Caster, but she's talking to Sean. Guess what? And he will. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. So then we get this insane shootout, just like everybody's dodging bullets. They're just unloading Uzis because it's not just like with John Wu. It's not just like we're, we're not just going to do dual wield pistols. No, we're going to do Uzis. Everybody has an Uzi. <laughs> variety. Variety. Nobody can hit anybody. Yeah, right. Like nobody, <laughs> all the shots, once. all the shots are fucking missing. Nobody gets you have, one you shot. You have an Uzi and you're as close as we are recording this podcast. <laughs> you're within three feet of each other and nobody can lay a fucking bullet. Okay, no, uh, the, the daughter gets one shot. Yeah, she shoots her. She dad. gets one shot, and she like fucking clips it. Yeah. She like barely nicks the yeah. guy. And then Trolls is like, "No daughter of mine would shoot that wide." <laughs> Great line, <laughs> awesome line. And it's like, hey, dad, how about you fucking step up your aim, and this guy would be dead already. You literally, you literally shot four hundred bullets at this guy, and you couldn't hit him once. The only person in this whole movie who reacts appropriately to finding out about the face-off is the daughter. <laughs> She's the only person who is fully unable to process it. She's like, because what is going sh- on? Yeah, she's like, can someone tell me what planet I'm on? <laughs> can somebody tell me what planet I'm that, on? <laughs> you, that's how everyone should be reacting when they find out. They should be like, "This, no, you're wrong. That's not true. Like, what is, is happening? <laughs> so the, the standoff scene, I'm pretty sure like it has to be the inspiration for the mm, what you say. SNL digital short. They they were more so, people walking in. <laughs> that's the from gun. the OC, dude. But it's, you, no, I know, I know that. But it's just like it's just it's the same thing. If you put that music over that scene, oh, it's okay. just the same. It's just like the once they actually start shooting each other, yeah. And everybody's just like, oh, well, actually, I'm in this standoff. Oh yeah, well, I'm in this standoff as well. <laughs> Um, there were a lot of things in this movie that I realized I've seen being made fun of. Right. The the face thing I've in and they came together. There's a moment where he does really? that. Yeah, Paul Rudd does that, and they and then he's like, oh wait, no. <laughs> he, like, he like undoes it. <laughs> it. It's just a crazy thing to do. You don't, like you don't who think that does back. that? That's not a thing. It's okay. But it's, it's it, not a, it, yeah, it's just a thing. It's not a thing. You're like what? I like that he does it's bizarre. It, he does it to the to Adam, who he doesn't know this little kid, and the kid's like, "Yeah, whatever." I I wonder if that's a Travolta thing. Like John Woo was like, "Okay, I guess we'll roll with it because the it's a Scientology about- thing." <laughs> yeah, honestly, do you think that every time Tom Cruise and uh and John Travolta tra- hang out there, it's like, "Oh, hey, good to see you, bud." And they just fucking touch each yeah, other. Yeah, they they like lips. transfer like fade in energy to each other, and then they bang their fish or whatever it is. They yeah, do. <laughs> they're like. I don't know. You've, you seen, heard about you've seen Battleship. You know more than I do. They, oh, yeah. Tom Cruise, him and fish, dude. He literally, he, he goes in a room with a fit with a raw fish and he just does his thing, apparently. Tom. Look it up. All I'm saying is look it up. Okay, Tom. I'm not the reason, man. Do you think that that's just a thing why, you hear. Do you think that's how he still is able to retain, like, his youthful energy now that he's, like, in his 60s? Because if so, I, I can just start doing that. I, that I'm you, worried. You have that, that kind of money. <laughs> I I'm, think I'm, that the money might be. I'm worried that that's something even worse. <laughs> There's some other ritual there that that's unspeakable. Some Rosemary's baby shit, just like sacrificing babies to fucking <laughs> to Tom live Cruise. forever. Then we get the speedboat chase. Oh, We're yes. here. We're finally here. The epic speedboat chase because the shootout 
at the church was not enough to end this movie. I was, Seeing this movie as a kid, I always wanted to drive a boat into another boat. I just wanted to see what would happen if I just kept ramming. This is like the craziest together. fucking shit. The movie starts with a crazy action scene. And at that point, you're like, okay, they, they blew their load early. They're not gonna How do you okay, talk we, that. Yeah, we get all right, we get metal boots. Okay, we get face switching, we get an apartment <laughs> shootout, cool. But you're always thinking, like, okay, they're they're not gonna top the helicopter versus airplane. I also shit. like it because this is one thing that isn't a Chekhov's gun thing. Like boats have been no part of the story, right? They're just like it's just like a why not? Yeah, they're like they're on the coast and you know it, but like it's not like Oh, good. Those boat lessons I took in act one are finally <laughs> like it. They just, they're just like really good at driving yeah. boats. It was like, we just happen to be and near they happen boats. To be in, yeah. They happen to be near the water and it just gets so fucking crazy so fast. It's, it's, it's the worst way, bonkers. worst place to run away to after you've committed a lot of murder is to get on a boat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Your options are very criminal. limited. Yeah, it's like you gotta you gotta dock at some point. Yeah, yeah. You know where you gotta gonna have to go back. <laughs> no, dude, this guy's going to Hawaii. No, like, yeah, he's, oh, going, he's gonna he's going to Siberia. <laughs> he's going to the land bridge. <laughs> oh my god, I just I just freeze framed on the dude, stunt I, doubles. So I'm gonna share, I'm gonna share my screen so uh so that oh, these random men who I've never seen before. It's just, yeah, it's so bad. This is the shot that I tried to take a picture of before. Look at the hair. Look this, at the hair on this. He, this guy has a mop. The <laughs> I can't tell which one is supposed to be who. Yeah, like, that's how bad the stuff. The uh, the the boat is just flipping over itself, and we get two stunt doubles that look I can't absolutely. See. Can nothing. you see it, Ray? I, yeah. Sure. No, I saw it. Yeah, no, no. I just yeah, it's um. I mean, just everyone stop so I can see this one picture that I already saw in the movie. <laughs> I don't I don't want to accuse anybody. I don't want to cancel somebody, especially like almost 20 something years later. But oh, my God. John Woo thinks all white people look alike. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying what really, I saw in the movie. What's the awesome. worst? Probably this. <laughs> I, I love how they, there's a couple <laughs> of shots in here where like they don't even try. Like there's that one shot where he's like foot surfing next to the boat. He's like oh, hanging yeah. on to the side he's of it. slaloming, yeah. Dude, that kicks ass. In his dress Nick shoes. Cage is just yeah. like, in his dress shoes. Yeah, skiing in his dress shoes. Like, whatever. I do this all the time. Um, <laughs> That's so fucking cool. Where Nick Cage is like, I'm about to fall off. Yeah. The only thing I can do is just ski along. They, when they boat. when they both put on tuxes or suits or whatever for this funeral, they neither of them thought that they would be doing a speedboat chase later that day. <laughs> They're like, well, if I would have known. I would have worn more comfortable shoes. <laughs> I knew this was going to be the ending of a James Bond movie. I would have dressed differently, yes, but no. It's it's so fucking good, dude. Like it's, it's incredible, man. There's explosions and they're just like punching giant, each other. Giant explosions. As the boat is going like 110 miles per hour, yeah. they're just like, they're like right next to yeah, the Yeah, they're water. beating each other up. Just fucking amazing, dude. Nobody does this it's anymore. So and then it like ends with a uh, harpoon gun death, which Another I, think, harpoon. I think that every action movie should end with a harpoon gun death. Yeah. Um, harpoon gun deaths are just the coolest thing in the world. I don't want to be murdered. He's I want to like, make I want to make that very clear in the podcast. I do not want to be murdered. I want to say that up front. But if I am. What murdered, depends on how. Please murder me by harpoon gun. You know, what would be a good way to get murdered. RPG. Right 
RPG. Yeah, be nice and quick. I mean, I wanted to get. I wanted to get. Did you say my trident? I thought we were going with a harpoon theme. I was like, oh, yeah. Brick, brick, kill the guy with a trident. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it was Ray. Ray died. I thought, I thought we were going brick nautical weapons Ray. here. <laughs> Ray got I would, fucking killed with a trident. Apparently, it was like a very painful death. Like it yeah. didn't kill him right it away. Escalated there was quickly. A, there was an infection that happened. It was took a few days. I think that I want. Attack. I would want to eat a bomb. I think <laughs> right. I would want to explode from the inside. I've always thought that like that's the best way to go to like become energy. Like go go full Doctor Manhattan <laughs> and just like deatomize yourself. I'm thinking more like SpongeBob in that one episode where he eats where Squidward thinks he's gonna blow him up. <laughs> yes, the pie. Nice peaceful, yeah, nice peaceful pie death. That's pie perfect. Bomb death. You're a great episode. Yeah. So <laughs> then Travolta's like cutting his face. Oh yeah. Like, you can't have my face back. <laughs> this is my face well, now. So why doesn't he just cut down the middle of his face? Exactly. Yeah, you know scar. what he's gonna do anyway is cut that face like that. Yeah, he cuts it like perfectly. Like, are you in helping the me way out? in the lines that you do it? So that's why, like, real quick, they're like, Yeah, we can just slap this bad boy right back on there. But like, Dude, like make sure it just matches on the other side and you're good. Here's here's another thing I wrote down that I think is very true. If Travolta were to have his face removed, put on another guy, and then put back on to him, you know what he would really look like after all that mangling is Tommy Wiseau. Yes. He would yeah. look just like Tommy Wiseau. His face Wiseau. is already look, large. Look it up. He would look yeah. like a real housewife kind of guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude. Which Botox. Now he, he frankly does already. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, he's embraced that look, you know, as of late. Face off with Wiseau and Travolta. Ooh, no, now though, right? That's face off too. You <laughs> can't do redo. Tra- I, well, I guess you could. No, face off Travolta is, a, is alive. Travolta's yeah, like, so I'm getting too old for this shit. And then he does it again. Who is a bigger head? His uh, wife is like, please stop. <laughs> please. Who is a bigger head? Uh, John Travolta, Tommy Wiseau, or Shaquille O'Neal? Uh, I think Sha- OJ Simpson, I think. I'm going to go with the, the fourth no, option. I think Cole <laughs> Oh, from from, from Con Air, the, yeah, the big biggest head. fucking head. It was one of the biggest movie heads I've ever seen. As far as like the the best actor with a giant head, it's definitely Philip Seymour Hoffman. So the movie ends with their faces switching back. Caster Troy is dead, and Sean Archer comes home. Which this is another scene that's burned into my head. This is smoke. him. Is him yeah, like walking in from a foggy. From a foggy like afternoon, John yeah, you know those three p.m. fogs that roll through L.A. It's like a it fog storm. Yeah, and also, also I couldn't help but think like, where is he walking from? Yeah, it looks like he's coming from like the side the, of the house. Yeah, the, the side yard. Did he park? <laughs> the way no, where did he park? Use it, so using establishing shots from earlier, there's a dead end with a lake at yeah. the end of the road. Over and there. A, and so he's emerging out from the lake that you don't come from the left side or looking at the but house. The, the right house side has of the a road. driveway. Why are you walking <laughs> up from the driveway? It is so fucking funny. And then they he's open like, the door, son, but he has to stops. make an appearance. Yeah. He doesn't, yeah, yeah, he doesn't, yeah. He doesn't keep walking. He stops. And then he walks. He's like, oh, that's, he thought no one was here, but I'm actually, I stopped for a second. And that's why they do it because she has to open the door and there has to be nobody there. And then he has to emerge from the side. But, but it's, because if she were to open the door and he was there, then it's like, 
it's not as dramatic but like yeah it's so d- <laughs> it's not dramatic for us though because we yeah. we saw him coming that from that way <laughs> it's, it's, a weird choice. it's so bizarre yeah there's so much fog and then afterward i don't know if you noticed but like in the the following shots there's no fog left right <laughs> also why why is she there why isn't she like waiting for the surgery oh is it because I guess they it's established cut. at the beginning that it takes like a few days. For yeah. Him to and it's heal. Prob- they probably still want to keep secrets. the air of it being classified. Yeah. So they're like, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get him home. Yeah, when we'll he's deliver ready. him from the side of your house. So it takes a few <laughs> days to heal unless you're Nick Cage becoming John Travolta in which it's like, you're good to go. Go do crime tonight. Like um, you're good. No, no, no cigarettes. Cigarettes have a healing property when it comes to face removal and Release the cigarette cut, man. I want to see how he does that. I want to see yeah, him smoking with no face. Like that's... Face off to better include, make it, I want Brandon Cronenberg uh, to direct this movie after seeing his work in Possessor. And yeah. I want this to go full body horror. I want to see Nick Cage reprise his role despite being dead and him just have no face for the entire movie, but he's just chain smoking cigarettes. Well, so wait. He he has this incredible tearful embrace with the family. Yeah. It's it's over the top corny. And then we we can't roll yes. credits yet. And they're like, wait, do you think he tells the kid like, wait, wait, yeah. wait right here, wait. there's a blind spot. Literally right just here. stand there for just like two seconds. <laughs> and he stopped like, walking, and then but he had the kid like also stop before him. He's right. like, I'm gonna be dramatic, then you be and dramatic. <laughs> I guess maybe the kid is just shorter than the window. He has to be. Because we don't see that little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or he has to wait on the other side of the window and then like run across. He's, really yeah, fast. he's like, he makes the kid crawl on it's good. He's like, I'm, I'm going to toss you like over the window and then catch you on the other side. Like he, he dropped the kid off first and then he went around. So, and then. With just like one line, he convinces the family to adopt a son. Yeah, they're like, "Well, this kid who looks just like our dead son, like I, he doesn't have anywhere to live." And we realize, will you show him to his room? Well, no, we realize that John Travolta has passed on his weird face touching thing to his entire family because his daughter just goes up to the little kid and just goes the weird nose lip touch thing. You're one of us now. Yeah, family. Indoctrinated. The the best way for this movie to end on a twist would be if like, you know, they have the embrace, everything, everything's great. But then at the very end, he like, he grabs the daughter's ass really quick. Yeah, there was a problem with the surgery. <laughs> to, that, to that point, um, there is a, uh, a an del- alternate, an alternate ending, ending um, that I saw in uh, one of the IMDb. Yeah, he like things. looks in the mirror and it's cage. Yeah, like the um, uh, Joan Allen, like Eve starts fucking freaking out, like because he looks in the mirror and you realize that's still Nick Cage in there. That oh, uh, you're gonna say Adam was Nick Cage. He like Adam like kind of lifts his face up real quick. The little yeah, boy, he, like, yeah, he switches faces <laughs> with his child. Child, it's basically so it's he's like, like I'm a horny little boy. <laughs> so, so the conceit of that ending is that like they just couldn't switch the faces back. No, but or that, that ending, like or that, that like spiritually, make, he, yeah, there's like still, there's like an avatar state thing because yeah, on. that's that's and the ending makes no sense. Either way, it, it's kind of like the ending of the pig fucking episode of Black Mirror, where like he saves the day, but then his wife just like can't look at him anymore because <laughs> he, he fucked, fucked a pig. pig on um, live television. It's like yeah, once you're once you're big dick Nick, like you can't go back. <laughs> 
<laughs> she had the greatest night of her fucking <laughs> life, dude. A he better didn't set out candles for her. You know, you know who did? That was a Pastor lot of Troy. candles. That that was a firehouse. A better criminal. alternative ending is that like it goes like you know everything's good and everything, and then he like whips his dick out at the very end. She just starts screaming because she sees like oh, I have to deal with this tiny yeah, pecker again. Um, little... So that's that's the end of the movie. Yeah, and I we do gotta talk. It is nuts how quickly they agree. Like yeah, no, this is our son now. This is the our kid, and I really six I, years get over it. Really, he he's <laughs> gonna have to retire because she's an ER doctor mm-hmm. and he is a workaholic fed. Well, like, how are they gonna have a small kid? Also, I'm not a I'm not like a, a child like children and family services expert. Um, but he murdered that kid's father <laughs> and mother. Is that can you is that allowed? Can you like murder also, all that kid knows is like the drug life apparently because he's like, Oh, this guy who's doing all this crazy drugs and his crazy drug pad, I'm cool yeah. with him. I'm this he is did act to me. like that wasn't his first shootout. Yeah, like exactly. that was probably <laughs> that was like his seventh or eighth yeah. shootout. Honey, put on your shootout headphones. <laughs> the cops are getting shot again. Don't worry about it. Listen yeah. to your listen to your cop shootout song. Yeah. Mommy's gotta fucking murder some cops again, honey. Mm. Gina Gershon doesn't Casavetes have a line where he's like, oh, I hate cops <laughs> as he like shotguns one in the face. Yeah, yes. yeah. I really like him in this. He's really yeah, fun he, in this. He's movie. slimy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just I just want to reiterate, like, so he he murders this kid's parents and then now he's yeah. part of the family like because he's the feds <laughs> and he's like a national hero right so he just and gets to take this kid. yeah if he's the feds you can just be like i want to adopt this boy and they're like sir you're the most qualified person yeah. so times person of the year he can adopt whoever he wants yeah, well, yeah that's really, how it works wait, they really rushed that issue of time man of the year out didn't they there's yeah. like, a lot of accolades it's like time person of the year oh the president wants to talk to you oh you're like you like you're the cutest guy in the whole world you're the, oh, you're you're the, the strongest day man. after you dismantle yeah. one bomb you're the head of uh global terrorism now and you still <laughs> work out of la in a cubicle <laughs> You're the president of Nintendo. You're Reggie. You are Reggie me. now. <laughs> that's that. That's a face off right there. Reggie and Travolta. Travolta. Um, I think I just came up with actually a really good uh, recast. Okay, thing. let's let's get to yeah, it. We still have to do the categories. Sorry, Ray. These episodes I, are so long. So cage categories. At the end of every episode, we run through some cage categories um, to. Uh, Keep things uh keep things fresh and spicy. First cage category um is best cage quote. That's super easy for me. That's peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Um, well, it is good because they like uh that's what they use for like to to steal his voice, also. They're like yes. out of all the voice files, let's do the one where he's talking about eating pussy, because that's all we got, I guess. It's eating ass. Oh, oh, <laughs> he's eating booty. I think it depends on where you're from, but yeah. yeah. Or maybe both. I, I, I thought you it know? was I thought it was something else, but um <laughs> mine is gonna be uh the if I were to send you flowers, where would I no yeah. let me rephrase that. If I were to let you suck my tongue, that would you be grateful? That's mine too, because yeah. it's so early. Yeah. It's so and it's wild. just such a hard like left turn. Yeah, that's it. Mid-sentence. What's what's your pick, Ray, for best so case? Is it, is it- just Nicolas Cage or John Travolta as Nicolas Cage as well? I mean, for this one, I guess you could make the yeah. argument, but 
you know, you got to sell it first. Okay, because there's a there's a really good woman. Well, it works because it's the perfect impression. Where at the shootout, where he goes, where the lady shows up. What's your what's her name again? His wife, Caster's, or like his uh, the mother. He, he goes like Caster's wife or Archer's. You? Or no, Caster's wife. And he goes, "What the fuck, Eve?" Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he was like that weird, like inflection and fuck. And I'm like, I can't get it out of my head. It like plays nonstop. That's, that's the one that's burned in my, in, like, Travolta, in my head. Travolta. I think kid. I think we should let Travolta cook a little more than we do. He's really fucking he's, good. At he's fun movie. when he's playing around. Like Pulp yeah, Fiction, he's, he's kind of messing around. Yeah, uh, honestly, hairspray. hairspray. Yeah, hairspray. Like he's making choices. He's like, in that movie. It's, really blood. <laughs> it's really fun. It's <laughs> a movie that hasn't uh, necessarily aged the best, uh, but he's really. That is that a movie. wonderful movie. And when Christopher Walken and John Travolta I, have a number together, look, it is the most glorious thing in the world. I love Hairspray. I don't want to investigate the politics of Hairspray because uh, that can get a little bit hairy. But look, I'm I'm a musical a theater hairy. boy. You guys know this about me. Um, <laughs> You're timeless to me. I mean, if we're doing just caster quotes uh, and John Travolta, it's got to be the it's like looking in a mirror only not, not. <laughs> His delivery, like that is a Nick Cage delivery that yeah. he nails in that scene. He's yeah. I think more actors should get the chance to play a role where they're playing Nick Cage. It's so good. I think there should be uh like a new face off every year, but Nick Cage is still one of them every year. And then the other one is like whoever thinks they're up for it. A new uh, category film. Yeah, like hey, Tessa Thompson thinks that she's ready for this role. <laughs> like, give it to her this year. And she has to switch faces with Nick Cage. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Best uh, cage moment is the next cage agori. It's I think it's him as the priest. I oh it's, yeah, it's very early on again. I know oh, we're going early the, with this, yeah. but like it's just it's so wild. The the moment that made me scream is him doing the Jordan shrug. That's really good. Oh <laughs> yeah, I like I like yelled at my laptop. <laughs> I was like yes. When he does that, I I also just love in the. Uh, preacher whenever he's dressed up like a priest i don't have the scene the quote written down but he's just like i always find the idea of a messiah uh pretty boring actually <laughs> he's just like trying to seduce a 16 year old girl oh he's just edgy as shit yeah <laughs> yeah fucking edgelord nick cage i love the shot of him getting out of that car and the cape blowing behind him and walking in slow motion to get a new cape and a new set of shades and the box of joints yeah and that's cool as hell I, I love that shit yeah him freaking out uh whenever he does whatever the mystery drug is that he does uh is also some great cage what about you ray what's your cage moment i think it's right in the beginning because you can't really do this anymore where it's essentially the opening shot is nick cage like looking down the scope right at a child with the mustache <laughs> And then, yeah, and well, then it goes right to him taking a sip from his cup with the mustache, with that which never shows back up. And then next shot is him shooting the child. And then he's just like, he looks at it and he's like, oh shit. And he just like dips out. And I'm just like, that's just so perfect. You can't, you can't do this again. You can't, you know. And the credits are still rolling. Like we're exactly. just getting into he the movie. Just killed a kid. Like <laughs> just I, sniped the shit out of a kid. And we're still gonna root for this guy. Right. Yeah, and like, it's like this is pretty. This is kind of cool. So like, yeah, it's a good pick. One thing I had in my notes because it actually because he's drinking a Pepsi. 
Um, and then it comes back. And then whenever uh, Sean, uh, whenever he's in Sean's body and Travolta's body, Travolta's drinking a Pepsi. So maybe that's what his mm. wife picked up. His wife is just like, um, you're a Coke guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cocaine. You're drinking Pepsi and you're all horny now. Like, what's going on? I don't get it. Good cage or bad cage? Great. This is great cage. Uh, the this, best. This is, this is, this is, this is top tier cage. This is hundred percent. Um, Ray, a lot of this, this and like the cage meter is going to be peppered by Vampire's Kiss. You're going to have to watch that movie. It's what you have to know is that it's a really, really bad script, which Cage then took and decided to make it like really, really funny and absolutely insane. <laughs> they let him go off. And, and the director completely. like let him. And so it's like sure. slapstick, really, really it's, dark comedy. It's the ultimate like let this man cook. Yeah. And like, it's like, like but people, people like don't like it because they don't know if they're supposed to be laughing at it or with it. But either way, mm -hmm. it is so it's unbelievable what he does in that movie. And for that reason... This, I think, is the most impressive cage. Yeah, because it's everything you want from him in all in one movie. Yeah, like he has it's to the do zany, everything. it's the dramatic it's range. He's got yeah, he's right. Got the a range. lot of yeah. He's really good at, at playing the conflicted fed in another man's body, which is like not something you learn how to do when you're. And it's like, not young. something that you think you're gonna get from just a bonkers action movie. Yeah. No, he, this but is, he's very good. Yeah, this is like the acting real performance. We get to see him be like just zany, over the top, classic Nick Cage as we mainly typically think of him, and then also like really sweet and tender cage where yeah. like he's really emotional conflicted and, yeah he's able to play like, tortured so, so well on a technical level this is the best cage but it isn't the cagiest cage yeah i so the next the next cage of gory is how many cages out of 10 this is like close this is like a nine yeah it's eight or nine for sure yeah he spends a, a good deal of the movie kind of restrained because he is uh travolta but he's really good at that and also like if we're counting the mannerisms he chose for that character, that's what Travolta is doing. So he gets credit for that. Like he does. That's, that's honestly a great mm -hmm. point. So yeah. I didn't think, cause I was actually, I had this a little bit lower on the cage meter of mine. I had this at like a seven, mm. but you are right that his performance is influencing Travolta's performance. And yeah. for that reason, it has to be bumped up higher. It's, it's just, it's hard to explain fully the amount of cage that it's in Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> I've never I've never seen anything like it in my whole life. Well, based based on your uh, knowledge of Cage, where would you put this out of 10? Right. This isn't based. And we should clarify, this isn't based on like how good of a performance it is. This is like how Cage of how performance. Cage oh, no, no, I get you. No, I've seen I, I'm pretty sure I've seen everything but Vampire's Kiss. And then like the newer stuff like uh, Mom and Dad. And then was the other one? Mandy or whatever. Mandy. Mandy's yeah, yeah, I'm seen, up there. I haven't seen any of the, like anything like new, but strong nine for sure strong nine because it's just like i said it's like, <clears throat> you don't get this many memes out of something without it not being good it's like the early yeah. seasons of spongebob it's like the early seasons of the simpsons it's just golden tier yeah good content the, i was, you just get mine it for years well yeah. yeah while watching it i was thinking like there could be more memes mm -hmm, exactly exactly <laughs> where are all the travolta so memes that's true travolta memes are kind of underutilized yeah. like everybody's all on the nick cage memes which i mean yes there's there's a bountiful supply of them yeah you can pick yeah you can the last uh, cage category is recaging couch. So there, I there think are I the real up, life I think I things. came up with a real thing that this isn't something that would happen, but this is a face-off to uh, recaging couch. Well, you for this one, you can't just recast 
Cage. You also got to recast yeah. Travolta. Yeah. yeah. New, uh, new duo. Tell me what you guys think about this. Donald Glover and Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, this was in um, the podcast that must not be named, right? Yes. Oh, I didn't get to that part of yeah. the podcast. Where they yeah, this is a great pick. Or the other one that I thought of <laughs> is Brian Terry Henry and Jonathan Majors. Um, Brian Tyree Henley is huge. Jonathan Majors is a pretty big dude. Well, no, we're talking like a 75 pound, like different, like I, Brian is giant. Yeah, he is big, but I mean, I could just see the two of them. Cause I think both of them could play good. And then also I would love to see Jonathan Majors really try and go like who, which one's which? a little bit. Um, I think Brian Tyree Henry would play the, uh, cop. So he would play evil most of the movie and Jonathan Majors would start out as the villain and then play the good guy well, because J- Jonathan Majors is just such a tender actor so here's, that I want to see him in the Nick Cage role. Here's my thing for this movie. You can't recast this movie. It, this is a this is a, a lightning yeah. in a bottle movie. Oh no I'm thinking you, for a face off too like because you can't recast this movie you, specifically. You literally can't recreate the perfection of just electricity no, that is so, happening in this movie. that's that's correct because also if i heard the premise of this i would never say cajun travolta right you would that you would never especially travolta like right. he would be like the one millionth person on your list especially if you knew cage was the other guy right you'd be like well they don't have any looks in common whatsoever so how is this going to work um the thing about this casting one of the people you're casting has to be sort of a naturally crazy actor because then the other person has to be able to mimic that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, you're getting two sort of down the middle dudes just kind of mm-hmm. doing, you know, like you, you need one mm-hmm. of them to be nuts yeah. naturally. I think the only naturally fully crazy actor we have right now is Shia LaBeouf. Who is canceled? Joaquin. I Joaquin gets Joaquin nuts. could be crazy. Joaquin he's the Joker is, already. I mean, yeah. Caster's not that far he's, away. Well, he's not crazy. He's twisted. Um, I want to make sure that's true. Damn that know that. Um, I just want to make sure we clarify that. Wait, wait, wait. Here's, here's, one. don't say Jared Leto. <laughs> God damn it. No. Jared wait, Leto, wait, no look, hear me stay out. away from face oh, off the script. Stay this far is, away. This is, this is so bad that it's good. Jared Leto and Rami Malik. <laughs> oh, no. Daniel Day Lewis. I yeah. want to I want to throw a fucking <laughs> Molotov cocktail at the theater screen if this movie Daniel is Day made. Lewis who would you put with DDL the person who looks like him but is a lot younger is Joaquin Phoenix yeah um he looks like him with a cleft lip but <sighs> DDL like what year if we're talking like 90s DDL then it would be like newer Joaquin I don't know. Yeah, you have to like take two actors. What if it was like times? DDL and like Buscemi or somebody like no, that? No, to be funny, uh, John Mulaney. <laughs> <laughs> Mulaney with DDL? Yeah. Oh, that's um, too. That's Mul- too Mulaney's the cop. Movies. No, you, Mulaney's you throw the cop. With I'm just to play this movie. <laughs> Has um, Mulaney made Noah a movie? Noah Centineo and no. uh, I believe I in him though. He's yeah, in Spider Verse. That's his biggest movie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Spider Pig. Um, Spider Ham. <clears throat> Whoa. Yeah. So I, well, I'm sorry. We'll Spider Ham. Army Hammer has never played a crazy person on screen, but he might be an insane person in real life. Just okay, through the so. DM. Just through the DMs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> roll. Roll the clock back to the year 2007. James Franco and Seth Rogen. 
Stop. You just keep <laughs> naming canceled people, aren't you? Yeah, at that point, let's just go fucking Michael, Sarah, and Jonah Hill. Let's just bring super bad cast in here. And just oh, they're, they're going to cancel people. You're like Roman Polanski. It's, just, it's so thing. hard. Yeah, Roman Woody <laughs> Allen's going to direct. Roman Polanski will write this movie. <laughs> it just it can't be someone who's choosing to play about, it crazy. It has to be someone who's crazy. What about this? Right. Let's add mm-hmm. in. Let's do Donald Glover and Phoebe Waller Bridge. Let's instead of scrap the Mr. and Mrs. Smith TV show. Let's just make it face off too. Phoebe would be interesting. To you to, could do a, a women's uh, yeah, version of face Phoebe off. paired with like. Who's like a who could play the square, you know? Yeah, because Phoebe could be zany. Phoebe as hell. can be crazy. Are you are you doing cross gender? Yeah, well, well I mean, cross gender or just two. It doesn't women. matter who who would be a good foil to Phoebe. Meryl Streep. Um, <laughs> no, no. I no. Uh, Charlize. I was, Charlize Theron. Isn't Charlize a good bit older than? I yeah. mean, Amy Charlize Adams. looks fucking incredible. So Amy Adams. No, Amy Adams has never been in an action movie. What about a? Unless you count Lois. Do you think? Do you think she could play a deranged person? What about she could like when they switch bodies? What about this Phoebe Waller Bridge? I would like to see it. I don't think she could. Brie Larson do this role. Brie Larson play the straight person. Yes, that's a good call. she could play a Fed. I think that's. I think that's their their thing is the straight person. But like, I don't see her. I don't see her being like a zany person. Yeah, point. but the thing is, she'll have to get zany also. Oh, that's yeah, true. That's yeah. The thing. They have to be able to at least unlock a little bit of. Zany. But the thing is, Travolta. I didn't think Travolta had this in him. Maybe, maybe she does. You know, maybe. True. Who knows who has this in them? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, no, not everyone impossible. gets a chance to be Jokerified. What about? Um, would you put like Edward Norton in here? Oh, he bothers me. Okay, so <laughs> hold on a second. Earlier, we said The Departed, right? You brought this up, mm-hmm. right? Leo and Damon. Could we slot somebody out from Damon and have Leo with somebody else? Young um, Jack Nicholson. Oh. Okay, I can that see that. I think that would be so I good. I would love that. That's a movie. Because I feel like I feel like Leo could really milk this role. Either role. He could like build off of that, I feel like. Yeah, he he can't initially be the crazy one, but Mm -hmm. no, he's Sean Archer. Yeah, he can because then you know that he's good at mimicry. Like either he will be good. Exactly. He's also very funny. We saw in like the, the Quaalude scene in Wolf. Like he oh, can really all he of can Wolf be, is a comedy. Man. He can be hilarious. hilarious. So I think that's a great uh, because also he like, especially early on, like his whole voice was based off of Jack's voice. Like mm-hmm. he was just ripping Jack off with the over enunciation of every single word. How about this? Let's just bring back the heat boys. Let's just get like really old. So the, the that's Nero the thing. Pacino. Well, that's Pacino the thing. If we're doing a naturally crazy person. It's Pacino for yeah. sure. He's so so good at being crazy. Yeah. I mean, this this movie has heat energy, even if it's like a year or two afterwards. It's it's, it's building off of that heat. height. You know who could be caster that is is good at playing like wild and crazy, but is like more charismatic. But you could still you could switch things up so he's charismatic. Denzel. Denzel, oh. but but who can match Denzel's? That's energy? the problem. Denzel like overpowers almost every actor. You know, in anything he's in. 
So you know what's kind of crazy? No, here's the matchup, and unfortunately, it can't happen because he has passed away. But Chadwick Boseman. Mm. Okay. Like, I mean, unfortunately, that we won't ever see that version of it. But I think that Chadwick kind of has like the stoicism that he could kind of go back and forth. Denzel, Denzel, like and, and uh, Will Smith, like ten years ago. Yeah, not Honestly, not Will Smith, not Gemini Man. No, nineties Will Smith. No, nineties. Not Will bad. Nineties Will that's Smith and like, in like late early nineties yeah. Denzel. That I think fuck about. Yes. I'd be into that. That's a movie. I would fucking wash the shit out. That, of that would be a killer movie. Oh, that's that's the pick. God damn, that's the pick. Okay, here's not the pick though. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Renner. <laughs> I'm already out. No, and no, no, Bradley no, Cooper. <laughs> Are we just doing even who? He's just doing the worst possible takes that we can have. Are they now? both playing cops that get shot after like ten seconds of screen time? Were it Jeremy Renner, studio the, exec, Renner would be the worst Sean Archer. Like he would be like fifteen times worse than fucking John Travolta. Um, yeah, that sucks bad. Um, because earlier I was thinking Renner and Wahlberg would be a really annoying. Comp- that okay, that's be, better. That's honestly, better. No, yeah, that's, that's better. That's still so bad. But I was like, thinking because be Wahlberg best. is really, really funny in The Departed. It would be a different yeah. kind of crazy yeah. guy. But like, I don't know. Can we put can we put Gosling in there? Can we put Christian Bale in there? Gosling? No, I think. No, I don't think Gosling has that. I've never I mean, I've never really seen the darkest Gosling has ever been is probably Drive, well, right? Yeah. He yeah. just where he he's gets, very like toned down. He goes kind of crazy uh, in um in the fear of God or what is it? That's true. What is it? Oh, only God forgives. Only God Hunter's, forgives. Hunter's yeah. favorite movie. I yeah. hate that movie with a burning passion. I think Nicholas Winding Refn is a fucking hack. Um, you're invited on the pod anytime, Nick. Um, uh, <laughs> Nick Ref Gosling, Gosling, and Deadpool. Kill me. I no, well, Gosling dude, and Ryan no, Reynolds. The like, worst version yeah, is to yeah. have Ryan Reynolds and. He, because Ryan Reynolds would be like, huh, isn't it fucking crazy? This is so like epic and meta. Like I'm you. Uh, Freeze. You're probably wondering how I got here. We we got to wrap this. We got to wrap this up. But <laughs> before we do, I just had one last idea. Remember when the Sony hack happened and we found out about how they were going to make a 21 Jump Street Men in Black uh, yes. crossover yeah. movie? Yes. What Imagine. If it was Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill, <laughs> I would say as, it's as 21 Jump Street. If it's 21 face off, if it's made by Lord and Miller, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll watch anything that, they do. Wouldn't that be fucking amazing? Honestly, I would, I would watch the um, shit that. Yeah, I'd watch it regardless. But yeah. <laughs> I'm, we're saying this. I'm going to go to the theaters when Face Off 2 drops. I'm going to be there opening And day. it's Kong face off Godzilla. I would love to see uh, King Kong's face on Godzilla's body. <laughs> that sounds grotesque. Just a very hairy Godzilla. <laughs> Like a leathery monkey just walking around. Do you have you have any other uh recaging couch thoughts, Ray, before we wrap this up? Uh no, just just watch it. If you haven't watched this movie, watch it. If you haven't watched um just any John Woo movie, watch I, it. I need yes. to see a lot of his non-American stuff. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's all I've really seen. Thankfully, I think what's, what's I, I your biggest recommendation. 
I mean, it's easy. Just watch Hard Boiled. Just, just because you get, to. you get, you get everything. You just get everything in one package. It's very. You're gonna, you're gonna watch it and be like, man, this is so corny. But it's everything just has ripped it off to shreds. You know what I mean? Like it's, yep. it's that's it's one of those movies. It's hard just, to find. Hard Boiled is one yeah, of the few that I. You gotta buy it seen. on DVDs. Yeah. It but used like, to be on Amazon Prime, but I'm not seeing that's on there anymore. Um, I saw it a yes. few years ago, but yeah, I branch like, off from there. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's it, there's hard boiled. There's like hard target. Um, I've always wanted to see was. a better tomorrow. That's a lot of people's uh, favorite John Woo movie from '86. Um, but yeah, I they need to do Criterion needs to step up and do like a John Woo. Uh, collection of some kind because i want to see i want like his hong kong films to be more readily available because it sucks like for americans you're like we have face off we have a um, broken arrow broken arrow and we have mission impossible 2 and wind talkers dude wind talkers i guess there's paycheck like there's a few but like some are good some are bad some are pretty whatever (laughs) all right well we got to wrap this baby up so any final thoughts about Face Off, Nicolas Cage? Anything else you want to say, Ray, before we end this? I don't know. I mean, just um, just give it a chance. You know, it's it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot of meme shit, but it's also just a good time. Just don't it's be like, so serious. Just watch it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, it's just like kind of don't, don't turn your brain off, but let's you know. Yeah, but don't watch it with like Cinemasins brain. Don't watch anything no, exactly. with Cinemasins yeah, brain. That's yeah, a horrible fucking channel. <laughs> That shit sucks. No. That's avoid, like Deadpool's avoid all that. YouTube channel. <laughs> like, uh, it's like, actually, uh, this frame is... Actually, shut up. Shut all the fuck movies up. are bad. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on, man. We missed you. Thanks we're glad to have you again. back. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you on again soon once we're out of Cage Land. Yeah. Um, please let the people or know... Cage Land Part 2. If they can uh, find you anywhere online, if they so choose, if Just, there's anything uh, you want to plug. Only on Twitter, mango emoji. And that's, you know, I'll, type, I'll be yelling about out. something mango I'm watching. Emoji. Yeah. Great time. Mango. Yeah. I'm, I'm yelling about something I'm watching or playing or something, you know, complaining. The usual internet thing. I want to do an anime app uh, coming up. Are you watching Attack on Titan, Ray? No, that's, that's not my thing. Okay, that's fair. I want to do some big, kind of animation because I'm getting really back in the anime. Ooh. You're a big hater. Oh, I'm telling you. Did you drop? When did you drop off? Because I'm telling you that I dropped off because there is season two. I think is not good, but now season three and now halfway through four. Since now they're on like a break for a year and a half. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's now like no, I just only like read it. Awesome. I couldn't the 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 art in the in like the mangoes is was just too much for me. I was like, I can't get into this. And then I dropped it. Also, the artist is apparently like really like weirdly like into like maybe some Nazi shit. I don't know. I'm I'm not looking into it. I don't want to oh, do my toes. He's into not it. a Holocaust denier. He's just uh that's why Hunter okay. likes it. <laughs> I how fucking dare you say that true. Right. I'm gauging when uh because movies are gonna start to come back out. New movies are gonna start to yeah. come back out later this year. So I'm gauging when you when we could have you on. Are we Here, still doing oh, the yeah. episode? Sure. Are we scheduling <laughs> Ray in <laughs> during an episode? I just I just I'm about I, to see my first movie in like a year. I'm excited actually. I just wanna I just wanna get a temperature check of what you're even excited for. 
Um, here's a here's a couple. Here, I'm just gonna throw a couple things at you. Matrix Four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Um, that one. <laughs> oh, he's in. No, no, that okay. one. No, okay. that one. Okay, so I'll, boss baby. I love the Matrix. Yeah, you see, you just scrolled right past Boss Baby. Uh, Venom, let there be carnage. <laughs> I haven't even seen the first. I need to watch the first one. If I Ernest, you should one. just do a solo app where, like, you you record with yourself. No, I'll record with Venom that's embodying my soul. That's that's it's the symbiote in my body. Venom. Yeah, that's our solo app. It's just all right, Ray. Thank you so much for coming on, man. We Thanks love to have you. It's been a blast. Uh, I hope it's actually you under that face and not some imposter this whole Nick time. This whole time. Uh, thank you for listening. Please follow us at We Bought a Mic at um, all the social medias and email us at WeBoughtAMike at gmail.com with any cage thoughts. Um, stay tuned for next week as we leave the epic run that Cage did post Oscar. And go to some more questionable territory with uh, City of Angels. City Oof. of Angels uh, is what more we're talking kids. about next week. <laughs> uh, the 1998 um, romantic drama co-starring Meg Ryan, directed by Brad Silbering. Um, Meg Ryan and Nick Cage, name a better duo. Right, right? The dead kid I'm, in it. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited <laughs> for it. Nick we'll, Cage and Dead Kids, name a better term. We'll get into that. Uh, please listen to our uh, Wabamis slash Oscar predictions if you haven't yet, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Ray. Thanks, Ray. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.